this week's throwback to black comes from Gandhi. True friendship is an identity of souls rarely to be found in the world. Only between like natures can friendships be altogether worthy and enduring. Throwback to black, Gandhi. Now let's start the motherfucking show! We're back! Yes, sir. It's the new Power Lunch Hour episode! Soon, soon, soon! What's good, people? It's your boy, Corey Doseki. What is up? It's I'm Something Else. Hey, we back to deliver that good hood news yes, the sir. best we can. Welcome back to the Power Child, people. Welcome back. Welcome back. What's good, bro? How you doing, man? What's good in your life? Everything is everything, man. Um, That's what's up. L, shout out to L Boogie. You know, living like like, like it's golden. Shout hey, Jill shout Scott. out to Jill Scott. Right. I'm here. <laughs> Uh, let me see. I got another one. He got another. He got what? <laughs> I don't know. I got another one. You know what I'm no more drama in my life. Uh, <laughs> one time for Mary J. You know what I'm saying, man? What's up? How was your weekend, bro? Uh, weekend was cool, man. Uh, I, you know what? I had plans to slide down to D Town, right? Uh huh. Because I had two days off. I had to fucking switch my schedule up mm. because I realized. You know, that ticket we talked about a few episodes ago, they had to go to driving class, right? Right, right, right. And it was the last day, uh, last Saturday, I could take the goddamn driving class before my goddamn time frame was up. Oh. So, them two, days, them two days had to get switched, so I, I, had, I had to take a Saturday out to do a driving class. Now, I'd never done a driving class before. <laughs> and so, I get at them like, I'm going to go on this motherfucker. It'd be a couple of motherfuckers who can't drive, whatever. And I'm gonna get in and get out. Right. So I pull up to the motherfucker. It's a whole slew of people in that bitch. Everybody using that motherfucker. Just waiting. Class. Waiting for this goddamn driving class. It was 85 people in this goddamn driving God class. God damn! Bro. <laughs> this is proof that you motherfuckers can't drive a little right. No, it's proof that every court system in the goddamn state handing out driving classes. Everybody. One dude said he got arrested for possession and the judge gave him driving class. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you want to know how to get away with this shit, <laughs> how to no. get safe. So they get some type of kickback for these driving courses, cause got to be. everybody's getting driving classes. Somebody get a bonus. Oh my god, man! Motherfuckers, six thirty, six thirty. Everybody getting tickets uh, on six thirty, yeah. especially on six thirty. They got motherfucking uh, police just parked at that bitch. I'm talking about wait the, the goddamn. It's a death trap waiting to happen. Yes. The speed limit changes every two seconds, and the state troopers change every two seconds. They don't. They don't change the strips on the on the street. They just move the cones. That's it. And when motherfuckers run through the cones, you don't know where the fuck to go. You lost. Yeah. Not only did they move the cones, they put a whole ass wall to separate the exit. You be like, what the fuck is going on here? I, I'm driving like I don't know if this is the actual street on, or I'm gonna drop off into a goddamn ditch. <laughs> you don't whisper that. But uh, a lot of people got tickets on six thirty. If you go to court, you get in the driving class. You're going to driver's class. This paying for uh, infrastructure. Man, so it's paying these bonus so these motherfuckers can work overnight. It was long as hell. That's how they're paying for the goddamn reconstruction. That's goddamn. how they're paying for reconstruction. Let's get these motherfuckers tickets yeah. and send them to driver's class. That way we supplement the income so we get this done on time. Because white folks got to get home. Get a little kickback. You know what I'm saying? A little kickback. 
Longest class ever, bro. Longest class ever. And they gave us an like hour lunch. I'm like, look, I don't need an hour lunch. I need to go home. Just cut this hour off and just keep talking. Right. And we get out of here. So, it's, pu- it's people in this goddamn class actually asking questions about oh, driving. Oh, no, baby. Like, dog, if you don't know these damn rules of the road, you don't need to be on the goddamn road. Uh, you don't I need don't driving know. class. You need to go to goddamn driver's ed. Did y'all bring up the left on the one way? We broke up everything. See, they might have. And then they brought up, they brought up like two streets in Little Rock that got to turn left on a red. Right. And it was Pine. Pine. See, the, my, my exit, the and, one uh, I needed about. Louisiana, third in Louisiana. Yes, Lord. They're my exits right there. Yeah, so it's, it's not too many. So it's not something you see all the time, but something you need it's to the know way about. I go. <laughs> right. So and they hold up traffic by the police station. Right. And they the yields and people like, well, if a fire truck comes, do I gotta get all the way over to the right? Just pull over, get man. Get out the like, way. Get the fuck out the way. God Allow them enough damn. space to get through. That's all we need to right. get through. So it was it was terrible, man. People actually asking questions, dialogue. That so long. Just play the videos and then they start playing videos about like car crashes and people broke up and body parts and shit like that and texting and driving this is a result of that and i'm like damn i ain't trying to see all this it's, <laughs> it's like sex ed all over again <laughs> you know what I'm saying? i ain't trying to see this some dog. these motherfuckers need to see that some, put your yeah, phone down some people need to see that put your goddamn phone and I, I got that bad i yes, know i got that bad yes. so I need to see that. Motherfucker trees just be on shuffle in the background while you driving. Nigga, <laughs> that motherfucker be on the phone. I'll be on the phone. Tell you how this story real quick. Drive! Drive with my knees and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, my, I need to see that. Right. But I don't want to see that. Right. You know what I want to see? It. My yeah. boy Josh just got his driver's license. He driving now. He moved from New York to L.A. So, he need a car to drive. This motherfucker yeah. doing videos. He in the wrong lane. Doing advertising for juice. My nigga! Put your phone down. Yeah. Real talk. <laughs> Get it out the lane. One, one thing that I lit, did learn from this driving class is uh, if you got your phone out and you see it vibrate or it, it flashes, your instinct is to grab the phone. Right. So what she uh, suggests is that if you're driving, just put the phone under your leg. Yeah. So you don't, you don't see it. Right. It can go off. It can flash. You don't see it. Um, if it rings, that's a different thing. You know, I got I got Bluetooth, so I see it. So I put my phone under my leg now, so it's not it's not as easy for me just to reach it and grab so it. So that's how you lost your phone this weekend. I didn't lose my phone this weekend at the fight. I didn't lose my phone this weekend. Okay. Okay. Remember, I had to call you so you could find your phone. You were sitting on it. I don't remember that. <laughs> this nigga here. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Fake news never happened. That happens. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we can ask busy about this shit. What busy at? It's called busy right now. Okay. Shit. So anyway, so I, I started doing that. And while I'm driving, I put my phone under my leg so I don't just instinctively just reach for it right. and pass time while I'm driving. So yeah, I'm I'm, a, I'm driving to arrive alive. Okay, I had to take a driving class. That's it was like cool. Anybody that got a car before 2002. Yeah. So, um, after that, we went to the crib, watched the fight, had a little fight get, get together. Went down. Uh, it was a good fight. Uh, People got home, man. 
Yeah, some motherfuckers got knocked out. Some motherfuckers got knocked out. So it was a good little fight night. I drunk entirely too much. I was hurt the whole next day. I believe it. I was hurt the whole next day. It, it the party. It was like the after fight. After fight, they got the they got us fucked up. I honestly think. Yeah. We got to talking, having fun, and you know, just time goes by a lot quicker. We got good jokes and freestyling going on. Yep. So I get it. Uh, I knew I was faded. I was freestyling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know I'm faded. You and Jimmy going back and forth with the shit. So yeah. I'm like, you nigga, go look at me. You ain't gonna freestyle? Like, ah, fuck it, let's go. Yeah, who's <laughs> in there? But the fight, man, the, the first fight with uh, Paulo Costa and uh, Yul Romero. You know the black dude that's 42. Yeah, and the young dude that looked like the little Mexican that you saw at the store. Yeah. I think my boy was hard on that fight. Yeah, he actually won that fight. He won that fight. Romario um, won. We think Romario won that fight. But uh, and it was a unanimous decision. Like, how is it? House, not wait. one judge thought that he won that Ow. fight. But you know, it it was rough. Yeah, he he had a good fight though. He had a good fight, but he caught all the his face stole with the story. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Now the rest of them. <laughs> Uh, my boy did smoke the blunt. <laughs> so he came out on stage. I was like, "Really? We smoking blunt in UFC fights now? Before you even start? Dope. Yeah. He won barely. He barely won that shit. But the nigga Cormier, uh, Cormier. I don't know how you fucked that up, bro. You gotta get in that gym, man. Yo, 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 your conditioning was." Horrible. <laughs> like the first two rounds, yeah, you probably kind of won that shit. When he got to that third, he got to hitting your ass in that body. Yeah. Oh, it was done. It was good. He's never really been an in shape fighter. Never. But he looked really out of shape at that fight. He looked like somebody deacon, bro, that was about to pass out uh, communion. He looked like somebody substitute gym coach. <laughs> Me. Yeah. He, he looked like somebody that. Come uh, check your tire pressure in your car for no reason at all, but just because your tire look low. Yeah, he like he got he keep forty dollars in his wallet. <laughs> Any chick that needed, I got forty dollars for you. He looked like he he hyped for a quick trip to Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he got his ass body. He got though. his ass mopped that last ride all the way to the last ride. Then you get your ass caught up. Yeah. And then Bones Jones uh, was kind of trolling his ass. You know he was going to troll his ass. You know, so it, it's necessary. You know, you got to be, to be the champ, you got to beat the champ, and the champ got beat. So, fact. Champ yeah, got his ass beat. Get back in that gym, There was bro. no denying it. Yeah, you got your ass back Once he caught that down. right, then it was done. Yeah. Cookies. Uh, but uh, besides that, uh, I laid on the couch all fucking day Sunday. I remember. Just to get my life back together. And then my mother called me and she, you know, talked bad to me and gave me that, that mother's up, guilt. And so I peeled my ass off the couch and went straight to my mother's house. Dope, son. And, you know, my brother's over there. We talk shit. We plan this. Um, my uncle come back in town, so we, we planning shit for that. But, you know, family time is dope, man. Yeah. Even though I wasn't in the best of moods, I still mm. had a good time. That's what it's about. Yeah. It is. You know, one thing I got to realize. What's that? Is that once I leave my house, there are people 
outside of this door that can see me. Um, yes. Yeah. So it's like you don't have a superpower. I'll be in my bubble, man. Like I'll, I'll be in my <laughs> bubble. So I get up and go, man. I'll be looking uh, fucked up. Like I just get up and go. Yeah, I do it too. I'll be giving a fuck. Like in public, I'd be like, what? And I'm like, I'm I'm probably looking fucked up. Yeah. I'm looking unkept. Yeah. I'm 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 looking like I never been raised by like a mother. You never know nothing about your life. Yeah, so I'm like I gotta remember, man. Real when I get outside, people can see me. Right. Yeah, so you look like your couch. Man, it look like I I live in the couch. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's all I did, man. Um, cleaned up a little bit finally. Did some uh, laundry finally. You know, got some things together, man. Took some days off of work. That's what's up. What about yourself? What you get into? Ah, uh, let me see if I can piece together my weekend. Uh, Friday. Friday, I went to the cigar bar. I think that was Friday night. I think okay. I met Jiffy at the cigar bar Friday. Okay. And uh, we had a good time. It was cool. I was uh, catered with Jiffy and uh, Black. And just turned up in that motherfucker, be wild, be. Get you a stogie, buy your stogie, have a good time. It was cool. Uh, came back, Brian was in town. What Shout up, out Brian? Cuz. Yeah, we ended up staying over there here. So we had a good time, man, just chopping it up and shit. Uh, Saturday, hmm, what was Saturday? I'm trying to remember. I did some adulting during the day. Uh-huh. But after that, I just remember the fight. The fight night was dope. I had a great time. It's, it's rare that I remember more from fight night or drunk nights like that than you do. That's very rare. But I had a good-ass time, man. That shit right there, when you with your friends, and like it's kind of like you in your, like you say, your bubble, your safe zone. You know, there's nothing un- un- unguarded. You can say whatever and just like, get this shit off your chest. Right. What the fuck wrong with you? Why are you quiet? You know what I'm saying? Your friends ain't gonna let you sit there and just be like, uh, you can say something anytime you want. We ain't got our motherfucking night. <laughs> so, yeah. I love the energy, man. I, I truly love my friends for that. Good times. Um, yeah, get home late as shit. Man, it was a good time. Sunday, family dinner again. We played and we got this 50th on the lock. We got all the final things and final touches pretty much almost done. Looking forward to this shit. It's going to be a party for real, for real. So I'm very excited about that. Um, what else we got going? Sunday. Sunday was chill. I was crunk Monday. I taught my first class at work. You know, I was I was uh, a rookie again. It's rare to be a rookie. I had the nervous bubbles and everything. Yeah. Like, oh shit, it's new. It's people, and I can't curse. So you know, I said the pressure was on. Right. You know? So I, I felt it, enjoyed it. Uh, looking forward to the next class. I think I got this shit right here a lot. I really do. It's not. It wasn't hard. Yeah, public speaking is a is a it's like a butterfly moment, right? You know, but once you start doing it regularly, man, you get a routine. Get you your zone. Get your zone, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah the, once the butterflies are gone, right? 
I always get nervous public speaking. Now. Always, always, man. So you got But once you start, you. then you start getting you familiar with your with your with your topics and shit. Right. It's like riding a bike. Right. Then they can ask you any question. You even feel better because you know the topic. Oh, I got an answer for that. Yeah. So 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 so, yo, it was dope. It was fun to get those butterflies again because you you know power lunch y'all. We are blessed to be able to do these uh, shows every so every year. At least twice a year, and you're able to, you know, get over that public shot. It's easy, but you know, this is professional public speaking. It, it gave brought the butterflies back again. I was like, oh, okay, I like this feeling. <laughs> I was thinking about a couple weeks ago. Like at our age, there's not too many firsts you can do. There's not. There's not too many firsts you can do. There's nothing that's gonna catch you catch you off guard. Like, um. I never done that. It's my first time doing that. Mm-hmm. So when you get some moments where you, your your body reacts to some things, yeah. you got to cherish that man. Because some you things you're so numb to, like, I've done this all the time, bro. Right. It was a whole new feeling. It felt good as shit. Like, imagine the first time you, you try to drive a car. Ooh, and he was all nervous and shit. Break. I almost give everybody yeah. Your mama cussing you out and shit. Yeah, yeah. But now you jump in the car and don't think about it. I'm, I'm filming Instagram videos down the street. You okay, know what I'm saying? Your only challenge is getting a new car because you just got to readjust the brakes. Okay, I don't need that much pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was dope. And uh, back at it. I'm loving that little part time shit. You remember back in uh, high school when your whole. Thought frame, mindset, trying to get some ass. Oh my god! Like high school, high school was like <laughs> high school. <laughs> <laughs> it was like week. your whole your whole this agenda <laughs> is trying to get is trying to get some ass. Yeah, it's you know, what I'm can I stick the tip in? That's the whole goal. I don't know. I just I just gotta get some. And then as you get older, it's just not it's it's not that exciting no more. Right, it's not an important as thing. Like I know what they feel like. I've done that before, yeah, man. But yeah. back in school, man, you be in class like, hey, I gotta fuck something, I gotta Lord. Something, look at her. It's <laughs> over there. Look like she need to be fucked. Yeah, and them hormones had us all that way. I had you, I had you all fucked I up, all man. All fucked up in the head, man. I can't imagine raising a teenager right now man. with all the easy access to information. These little horny motherfuckers all over the place. Yeah, man. You see, the cucumbers didn't help. They're <laughs> just going crazy with it. Yeah, high school was rough. High school was rough, man. I feel bad for these teenagers. Man, I'm not looking forward to when I have one. Shit. We didn't have internet porn when I was in high school. Right. You know, the housewife. Housewife. How? <laughs> Shit. You got so much easy access, boy. Lord. Raise my kid, Amish. <laughs> like, it's just technology late in life. Back in our day, you had porn on the internet. It comes with a lot of pop-ups. A lot of pop-ups. <laughs> and then you don't have malware programs to block them pop-ups. No, those pop-ups going to take care of your whole screen. The whole screen and be loud. And be loud. You like big butts. Yeah. You like big vaginas. You got to plug the whole computer. It's like, stop, 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 stop. Yeah. Them pop-ups will uh, get you kicked out the library. Facts. So I heard. So I heard. <laughs> did you put the headphones in? Oh, you did? Yeah, shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, man. So, yeah, dope, dope new uh, experience, man. So, I was excited about it. That's what's up. Heck, yeah. Um, I want to give, before we get into the show, I want to give our Black Business of the Week, Gates Heating and Cooling Techs, LLC Incorporated. I want to give a shout out. If your AC unit is hot as fuck out here right now, y'all. Like, hot, hot. 
Like, it was 100 degrees on my dashboard when I got home. Like, normally you get in the car and say 112, you're like, that's just the inside. It's going to get cooler. It stayed at 100 all the way home. Yeah. It's hot out there. So, AC units are breaking down. Give a shout-out to Jamon Gates at Gates Heating and Cooling in Texas, LLC, the Black Business of the Week. You can reach him at German20Gate at gmail.com or call him at 501-804-8253. That's 501-804-8253. And even better, he's officially licensed. So you don't have to worry about getting a hookup from Boot or Ricky or whatever. You got something that have some license, some insurance on it if they break your shit. And he does free estimates. So give him a shout out. Black Business of the Week. Of the month, rather. I didn't give him a shout out last week's episode, so I felt bad. That's what's up. Fuck with him. Fuck with him. Get your, get your AC unit right. Yeah, it's hot as it's hot as shit outside, it's man. Fuck, it's a heat wave, and you know how they put it on the map like it's a heat wave affecting like the South, right? Yeah. And so I'm looking at the states, and I'm getting from Florida like green, green. You get to Mississippi, yellow. You get to Arkansas, pink. It's hot as fuck right here. I'm like, yeah, it is hot as fuck right here. Man, I be getting a car, man. I just think my AC didn't went out, man, because it's blowing. <laughs> it's trying. It's trying. It, it, can't just, it just can't compete. It's like, bro, look. I don't know. I don't know. I ain't got nothing else for you. That's all I got, That's bro. That's all I man. got, B. You need to crack a window, put a fan on, man, because I can't blow no colder. You see this auxiliary plug? It's for your fan because it's hot in this. Hot as shit in there. I was like, I know this shit blowing, but it's so fucking hot in this car. It's hot. Yeah. It's hot. It's hot. You got tick. Shit. Man, it's hot. <laughs> That's real. I've been blessed this week because my job is like, I get to park right by the door. So I leave my house, go straight to the car, car inside, straight inside. Like, oh, Lord, people complain about this heat. They must have had a long walk to the car. Shit, as soon as you open that door, you be like, God. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been, I was blessed this week. I'm going to love it. <laughs> I've been on time for work and shit. That's what happens when you get a, a job you like. <laughs> So, anything else? Any other uh, weekend topics? Nah, man. That uh, the two K demo drops tomorrow. Oh shit! No it drops. Yeah, we listen to be tomorrow. So you gone? We we'll see you next Tuesday. I'm huh? pretty much gone, bro. We we'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah, I'm pretty much out that's the cool. out the out that's the loop. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. I understand. Yeah, it's, uh, I've been waiting for this moment. So yeah. Oh And the official life. game drops on the sixth. Oh. So. I'm, it's gonna be it's gonna be a bar and burn. Official game drop on the sixth. Official game drop on the sixth of September. Okay, so I, I got some time you. to get my player together. Right. Yeah. I just need you next Tuesday and next Saturday. Other yeah. next you can go back to your normal life. I can't promise you nothing. Okay. Oh no, you did. Okay. I would I would I would shoot you at both kneecaps. I've been shopping for it's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're gonna start the show with uh with the RIP. R.I.P. Uh, I want to give R.I.P. to uh, NFL running back, um, NCAA football legend Cedric Benson. He passed away Saturday from a motorcycle accident. Mm, mm, Him and a young lady was traveling on his motorcycle and ran into a van, and he he was uh, pronounced dead on the scene. 
He was only 37 years old. Only 37. I remember when he was on my fantasy team. Right. Putting up points. It's sad, man, because, you know, motorcycles are fun. They're cool and shit like that. But they're so fucking dangerous, dangerous, man. They're just fucking dangerous, man. And he said he was traveling at high speed. I mean, motorcycles got so much power. It doesn't take much to get going fast. And another person lost their life traveling with them. So... I just hate that a person go out in that type of manner. Right. Um, like, people get comfortable in the car and not realizing how fast they're really going. Like, yeah. you don't know because you got these windshields, you got all this, this metal blocking you from the wind. You on that bike, you just going that same speed with no protection. Nothing nothing protecting you. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? And nothing's going to stop you like from coming college, off that bike. It's like going just fresh out of school. You just ride around with no protection out there. Yeah, exactly. And there's no seatbelt on bicycles. None. So, um, I hate that you go out. I, like I said, I just took my driving class, and I've seen a lot of motorcycle accident videos. And you don't have to go that fast to... Mess yourself up pretty bad. You don't. So, Thirty-five miles a ball. Yeah, that, that 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 concrete is unforgiving once you come off that, that bike, man. So R.I.P. to Cedric Benson. Uh, he was a, a beast in the league, and I hate that you go out in that manner. Yeah. And a person traveling with him is that's fucked up. Yeah. R.I.P. Cedric Benson. He killed for my fantasy back in the day. For a little bit until he got hurt. Yeah, he, he, he got down. He got on down, though. But he put up my numbers, though. <laughs> he, he saved me. I think I even won that year with him. Did you win fantasy football? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Let me let me Google that one, though. Oh, yeah. I won one year. I don't know about that one, bro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually can brag about that. <laughs> I'm feeling uh, pretty good. Okay. You can go do your research. I'm not worried. I had to ask Squad about that one, bro. Go for it. You know what's really bothering me? So much. I don't know where to begin. The midgets? What's, what's bothering me right now is that every time I open my uh, my social media apps and I try to log on the interweb, mm-hmm. everybody's talking about this Popeye's chicken sandwich. Everybody talking about this goddamn sandwich. Now, I haven't had the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Mm-mm. And everybody's putting up against the Chick-fil-A sandwich. Right. It's a battle. We got videos, memes. And and, and motherfucking Popeye's is on Twitter beefing with Chick-fil-A posts and shit. Wendy's jumping in, being petty. And everybody in this motherfucker just, you cannot go on a post without somebody speaking about this goddamn Popeye's chicken sandwich. Right. And a lot of people saying they sold out because the hype is so big and shit like that. Now, I personally haven't had the chicken sandwich. I have not. It's not my my uh, agenda to go just pair the chicken sandwiches up. Right. But I don't know why it's so big about the fucking sandwich. I don't. I'm like my job next door, my part time next door to Popeyes, they got lines. They got long lines. Really wait for this damn chicken sandwich. I'm like. It's chicken. It's still Popeye's chicken sandwich. Maybe because I've been working so long next door to him, the smell alone is like, hey, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good on that. I didn't like chicken fillet chicken sandwich. Like people go crazy over that chicken fillet. Uh, that chicken club. I'm like, eh, 
It's alright. Honestly, the breast small as fuck and it's under flavor. Yeah. And like honestly, the best one probably Wendy's Chicken Club. Go Facts. On. Wendy's Chicken Club. Wendy's under. Chicken that Sandwich Asiago? has been Shit. shitting on the game for a minute. <laughs> Say what you want about fast food. Only fast food I fuck with is that goddamn Wendy's Chicken Club number eight. That's Asiago. it. Holla at me. Let me get that number seven spicy chicken sandwich. You know because, what I'm saying? I will fuck with that. Yeah. Wendy's got the best chicken. I haven't had Popeye's. So I can't I tell you. Chick Fil A is cool. I only go Chick Fil A for the nuggets and the waffle fries, right? And the lemonade. But that Wendy's yeah, chicken, chicken sandwich to me is overpriced and overhyped. Yeah, but y'all gassing the goddamn Popeyes up like y'all never right. had chicken sandwich before. I heard Boston uh, Market tried to say we got a chicken sandwich. Up. Like, ah, 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 ah. We ain't talking to you right now. <laughs> this is not your congregation, Boston Market. <laughs> say all, all that of this shit. We ain't talking to you. <laughs> you, gotta say that, you gotta say that sliced chicken breast and shut the fuck up. What the fuck is wrong with Twitter, man? They don't give a fuck, bro. Nah, nah, at all. <laughs> Twitter comes out of Boston Market. Boston Market tried it. They was like, we got good chicken. Hey, 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 fam. Don't nobody here eat at Boston Market for that damn chicken club, pill. Sit the fuck down. Don't sit the fuck down before I make change. From your $5 ass. Yeah. Now, back to this beef. <laughs> that shit was funny. Oh, man. McDonald's quiet as fuck. Like, you know what, y'all want? We ain't even in this conversation. Right. Goddamn chicken sandwich. I was all this drunk. Yeah, y'all have nothing to talk about. Nothing. Nothing. That, that, you know, it's, it's bad when they got a whole beef war going over chicken sandwiches. And y'all just promoting their food for them and shit. Free advertisement. You know. Like it's nothing. All right. Uh, I have a story. Okay. I'm on laptop today. I, wouldn't, I haven't been in my office, so I don't have access to my printer like I normally would. All right. Uh, a New Jersey woman burns down a man's house after he stands her up for a booty call. Jesus. A New, Jer- a New Jersey woman by the name of Taja Russell uh, took the phrase scoring lover literally after she set fire to the home of a potential lover after he invited her over for a late night sex run but fell asleep. <sighs> now uh, it was four o'clock in the morning, right? Um, and I think she made it like four thirty-five or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Might have been a long drive, maybe. And she called him a couple times. She texted him, and she a couple messages said, "Oh, you must want to die tonight." Um, this is my thing. I mean, if a motherfucker will will attempt to burn my house down every time I fell asleep on him. Right. I don't have no place to stay. I would look. I'm telling you how Little Rock would be burnt the fuck down. I'm just saying, like I fall asleep, and sometimes you just throw a shot out there to see if it land. You know, hey, hey, what happened? What and happened? then I might have had too much going on that night, and I fucking fell asleep. Uh, I fell asleep on the love of my life. I think that's probably why we been up breaking up. <laughs> I just feel I'd like, yeah, I'm here. I'm up. What's up? I even unlock the door. You know, I got two doors. Got yeah. The storm door and the window. Yeah. So I unlock the storm door but left the window locked. Ooh, you talking about hot. I'm right here on the couch. Sleep like a motherfucker. I don't hear shit. 
I I fall asleep, okay, and it it, it happens a lot. Yeah, like, I don't need you to burn my fucking house down because well, you I gonna can't. Fuck when you burn it, when, when I wake up, and the dude had a he had to uh, sneak. Out, I mean, get out the creep out the window with just a t shirt on. And the, the firefighters had to save his fucking dog. Bitch, if you burn my fucking dog if up. If you burn Jay. If you burn oh, Jay, Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm going to jail with you. We all going to jail today. Yeah. It's so fucked up. I ain't up. got the t-shirt on with no drawers. See, I feel weird when I put my t-shirt on first without putting my drawers on. There's fire in the house, sir. So you go for your t-shirt and your drawers? I I, I wasn't there in the fire. I know. I'm just I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, he had to grab the first thing he can get. Yeah. That's he, what you choose. Okay, what you going to go through your wardrobe? You going to pick I'm out a, three pieces? I'm going to fly for him real quick so I can have the fresh fire burn look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got to start on these hours. Yeah, get my get my post-fire fit. Post-fire? Because I got to post this. Oh, this dick got these bitches burning my house now. Right, you right, know right, what I'm right. I gotta, I gotta get that pose going for me. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe. I don't ever want to be that. I don't, I don't ever want to be that good. Never be that. Never. Good. Don't, don't fuck up my shit over a failed booty call. Little mama got to that house and was instantly triggered. Oh, I know a nigga not gonna ghost me again. Yeah. Who goes to the store and buy a lighter fluid to burn a house that you spent more money and time? You meant that you could have went home. Well, she was upset because she he wasted her time. No, you wasted your time. You wasted your time. Fucking with a fuck boy. And now you got to... He ain't a fuck boy. He fell asleep. He fell asleep. True. He fell asleep. Don't make him a fuck boy. Don't make a fuck boy. I'm just saying. That niggas fall asleep all the time. I, look, I'm guilty of it, so I can't even say shit on yeah. this one. Yeah, you're you going to have a lot of time. You're going to come over to your career. You're going to have a lot of time. A lot of times. <laughs> Hey, don't don't fuck up my shit if I fall asleep. Please don't. Because I'm going to fall asleep. I'm going to fall asleep. I would get that cat nap in real quick. Well, it ain't going to be about 30, 45 minutes. Let me go and get a little nap in before I get here. I'm trying to be rejuvenated for you. And then the sun comes up. <laughs> it's that white period. Like, that period, like, what to do with your time? You just seen all your TV shows. It's 3 in the morning. Yeah, it's the uh, it's my favorite anime ending. Uh, goes it's four a.m. in the morning, and everybody's tired. I don't know. I feel bad for my guy. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. Yeah, Miss Russell, you was you was extra. He's man. never gonna send out a booty call ever again. Man, she I'm about to send one out now. <laughs> We'll be finished with this show in about two hours. <laughs> Who gonna take the bait? Mm. What else we got? All right, so I'm gonna, I am just really want to get into it, all right? And uh, before I get into this, okay, I want to uh, just say this is my viewpoint on it, mm-hmm. and I don't give a fuck how you feel about it. All right. I'm going to say what I say. Okay. All right. So we uh, we talked about last week how Jay-Z linked the deal with NFL. I'm glad you brought and this up. Because I so want to revisit it. And he's the uh, he's going to be over the entertainment portion of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he's also 
going to spearhead like social injustice and things to improve the community of the NFL. Right. That was reported last week. That's what we reported last week. All right. So they had a press conference to talk about that. A whole week later. Got a week later to process all this information. To process information. There's no new information that's come out about the deal that changes, you know, because Jay-Z got a lot of backlash on it. Oh, a lot of people came at Jay-Z as far as him selling out or him being Uncle Tom or he didn't sold or put Kaepernick whole career in jeopardy. A lot of people talk about Jermaine Dupree asked him about doing the same deal. He told him don't do it. It's a lot of hearsay and shit going on out there. Yeah. So a week has passed and I haven't said much about the Jay-Z deal because a lot of people have viewpoints and y'all so caught up in what Jay-Z has done mm-hmm. instead of looking what Jay-Z just did. Right. All right. Right. So this is how I feel about it. Okay. On one hand, I'm proud of Jay-Z for his business mind. Uh, he he linked a deal with the NFL who was really wasn't fucking with niggas and he got in a position where he had some type of leverage to if they keep their promise to make things better for how the NFL approaches things of a sensitive nature. I concur on that thought because it's basically how you become how a billionaire becomes a trillionaire. And I feel with the hustle he was doing on that on the money part of that, I concur completely. Thank you. I think that Jay-Z has, he a billionaire. So he rubbed elbows with billionaires. Right. And in order to become a multi-billionaire, you got to make certain type of moves. Got to make moves. No no, uh, billionaire establishment ever started from uh, clean, with clean hands. Humble beginnings. There's no clean hands if you get this much money. No, no. Some some all. blood has to be shed somewhere. Right. So when when his first when the, the deal first was announced, I just knew in my mind Jay Z sold us out. Mm-hmm. I just knew he sold us out. And a lot of people's like, no, Hove wouldn't do that. Hove would not do that because he's done so much for the community. He's done so much for black people. He done so much for lawyer fees and get a nigga out of jail fees and documentaries and shit like that. I'm not knocking what Jay-Z does. What I am pissed off about is Jay-Z literally shitted on the past three years that nigga have been protesting the NFL. And there's nothing that came out since then to uh, say otherwise. And everybody loved Jay-Z. I love Jay-Z too. He's a, he a great artist. He does a lot of good things. But Jay-Z went for the bag. He went for the bag. He went for the fucking bag. He went and, it's, bag. and I think the NFL threw in that whole social injustice uh, stipulation. Just to make the bag Just look the same fucking shiny. face. Because there has not been no goddamn uh, information or plans put in place that states what the fuck he going to do to help social injustice. And I I just think that for him to say in a press conference that we're past kneeling, that past kneeling shit is cold word for capping Nicky out of here. Right. Because 
Um, you could have went the whole press conference and said we we're past Nilly because we're not past Nilly. Right. Nilly is not the do all, the end all. Nilly is just the the rep, the representation of what we're trying to talk about. Right. So I'm so I'm mad about you're you. The NFL was struggling, okay. All right. And when we we decided to protest and boycott the NFL, nobody knew what will come about and they're like why keep protest or boycott it i don't know i just we need to stand up for something What's nfl up? nfl get us our ass their ass to kiss and i'm not fucking with them so i don't know what the end game is but i'm not fucking with them so why would you if a if a if the nfl is suffering so bad because the numbers are down, they can't get no performances, and nobody's fucking with the NFL. Why would you let them off the fucking hook? Why would you give them a way out? Let them suffer. Let them fucking. You even said in your line, uh, I don't need NFL. NFL needs me. And he said that. You said that. And this is that was a that was a power play. That was a chess move. Chess move. Because he was telling other artists. Not to perform. He was telling a lot of people not to fuck with him. And it made it, it made it, Jay-Z's very powerful person. Very, and again, Rock Nation got so, most of these artists in their pocket. So, if Jay-Z said don't, don't do it, I'm not going to do it. And the only reason he said that, so that the NFL cool. will come back to him with a bigger check. Right. And when the check got big enough, let's do this shit. <laughs> and... He used his power to manipulate a position in the NFL where they got to pay him for it. Right. Get your money, Jay Z. Understand that, but you shit on right. the whole process we did. Right. Kaepernick took a knee so your ass and get a check. Right. And you shit on Kaepernick for it. That's real. I feel you being that move, but the shit that the, the people that you left locked up on that boat, I just can't. I can't respect the way you did that shit. It just and people add just add context. But he said that. Okay, the kneeling is over because we brought attention to it. Where do we go from here? Hold up. The attention that we brought to it and got us even here is the reason why we need to keep doing it. It's working. It's it's working. Uh, obviously, it's fucking working. working. Obviously, there's attention brought to it, but and people are the numbers are down. Right. So they gotta reach out to people. Like you stated earlier, they went to Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Dupree, help us out. Help Let's us do this. Out. And Hope called Jermaine and said, "Don't do it." Right. They talked bad about Jermaine Dupree when he, he was going well, he to do the was Super Bowl. He trying to do it. Now, Jay-Z doing, well, he made blueprint. I don't give a fuck. And Jay-Z slid in and took the same position with a bigger same check. Same shit. And that's why he was trying to corner the market on the NFL because he's trying to slide in there. Right. Jay-Z, great business move, but you shit on the great whole process. I see you. I see what you're doing. You moving for ownership. You want to be in that conversation, but it was a shitty way to do it. You, shitty deal. You, you shitting on the whole movement, You bro. stepped on a lot of people. Right. To get in your position. And I know how y'all care about Jay-Z, how y'all feel about Hove, but Hove just shitted on everybody. Fuck Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just to, throw the knives, motherfuckers snip in the there. Knives in that bitch real quick. But get your money, Jay-Z. But get you gotta live, you gotta live with that one. Money. But you gotta look at your integrity, your heart on the way you did that shit. I yeah. mean, come on. Come on, you literally, you got this motherfucker in the full chokehold. He's trying to get a side submission out of your motherfucking ass side. He's trying to get out that shit. And you give him a way out? We literally had our motherfucking foot on their throats. 
Yeah. No, we're taking NFL trips. Nobody going to NFL game. Ain't nobody. I just think that if if they're reaching out to all these black moguls and and celebrities, they want us to sing and fucking They dance. know. They know the the, the halftime show is the most point one of the most part of the NFL. That's Super Bowl. where the money comes from. That's where the money comes from. Advertising, advertising, all this shit, and that the shit money's not there. there so let them suffer for a while. Let them suffer, but you get them way out, and they ain't got to talk about Kaepernick no more. No, because you said Nilla is over with. We passed right. Nilla, so Kaepernick is not a thorn in their ass no more. We no. paid Cap. We ain't got to give him no job. He not a pain in the ass. We ain't got because Jay Z said it's cool now. It's cool now. Y'all don't have to do this no more. It's so cool. it's it, it's just really uh, disheartening for somebody of Jay Z stature right. and his level. Uh, Beyonce husband to do this shit to us. You know, Beyonce, get your husband. Get your in husband. Line. What the fuck is going on, B? What them goddamn? Uh, Tell him take care of them twins. What the fuck he doing out he here? He trying to run the NFL, but he don't run up. He don't run the all. household. His motherfucking legs looking skinny as shit. Man, come on, man. Man, nigga looking like a bell pepper. It just horrible. and this hurts though. It really does. Because he's 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 our artist. He's one of the ones that we got love and respect for. For him to. Really backhanded to the community like that. That that shit is. And I'm gonna throw some darts real quick, cause I haven't said shit. But you people out there talk about so what y'all want to do? Get Cap a job or what? What, what was Kaepernick's end game for kneeling or what? Can he still play NFL? Or worse, he got an eighty million dollars. He got his shut the fuck He up. got his money. First of all, y'all 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 still ride for Cap, but he got paid for NFL. Uh, don't you get paid for the work you did? Don't you get paid for what so you if, did and if, got fucked over on? If somebody fucked you over your it's check, don't you owe? Oh, yeah, you ain't never got back pay before? Obviously, you ain't get fucked over before. So, the money Cap got from the NFL Father is, is not know. a payoff. No. Cap got the money. He's old. Oh. Y'all hold me. And he admits guilt like we did fuck him. Y'all would never pay this nigga if y'all never, never did it. Never paid him if you didn't fuck him over. Yeah. So, now you going to... Jay, you gonna come and give them that way out? It's, that was a way out. Shout out Kenny Stills of the of Miami Dolphins. Uh, he posted on his Twitter. I follow him too. He po- he does so much social justice. He posted, I'm still kneeling. And he objected to Jay Z and the whole NFL uh, to combine the powers for the shit. And, and as an NFL player, still to this day, to speak out and say some shit like that, besides Ed Reed, I appreciate that. And the fact is, uh, you you don't see no, I, I am say no, you don't see a lot of hip hop artists speaking out against Jay Z, no, because they know how powerful Jay Z is. Yeah, injure motherfucker. Michael Cox spoke trade. about a bit. He brought the whole incident about Jermaine Dupri up. Right, he the only one that I know that spoke about it. Right, so Funk Flex followed up and called Jermaine Dupri. It's like, yo, I heard this shit going on, and. Jermaine Dupree co-signed like yeah whole called me and said I don't think it's a good look to right. do it and you go around and do the same fucking thing same you so backdoored them y'all got y'all got your fave I know Jay-Z y'all y'all favorite you ain't heard from Blue Cantrell but uh, <laughs> what <laughs> Blue Cantrell she was with uh, Jay-Z he was an artist shit she said some wrong shit did some wrong shit I ain't heard from him since I ain't heard from Blue Cantrell since <laughs> uh, Emil she, she couldn't rap according to Jay-Z. Emil gone. Emil gone. I just think that a lot of artists don't want to speak out against him because he has so Meek much control. If it's bleak. <laughs> so, 
I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. And if you could change my mind, Jay-Z, do the best you can do within it. the uh, infrastructure of it and yes. change my fucking mind. But right now, you're looking very suspect, You're looking bro. very suspect, bro. If you can change my mind, maybe I'm speaking too soon. I ain't seen the whole chess board played out. I ain't see where you going to move your rope. Now, yeah. maybe I'm jumping to conclusion. I will admit that. Yeah. I do that based off the information I'm given. Yeah. Right now, though, you look at suspect. But, hey, we could what, be wrong. What gets me is, though, one thing that's for certain and two things for sure, mm -hmm. Jay-Z going to handle our Super Bowl. And Jay Roger Goodell made that for goddamn show in his press conference. Sure. Uh, uh, Rock Nation, artists will be performing at this Super Bowl. You mm. motherfuckers, white people, can get look forward to these niggas entertaining you. But the social injustice part and the uh, uh, building communities yeah, is we something gonna, we're going to work on. We're going to give them $1,000 to some boys club or some shit in, you know, Missouri. <laughs> shit. And you know, maybe they buy a new basketball goal or some bullshit. But you know, we still ain't forgot the whole Rockefeller situation. And here's the thing so, that really just it just cements why I'm pissed. And uh it's not the Jay Z thing. Alone. You just spent money to solidify Jay Z and Rock Nation to come in. And to make what you do okay to the fuck over college, to yeah. secure your internet, your halftime show, yeah. and to secure your entertainment for football. But at the end of the day, and you even wrote it off like, well, he's over building niggas back up, whatever campaign they want to call it. He's over that. So, you know, we're doing, we're doing social injustice too. All you got to do is just do the social injustice. Yeah. You could have saved this whole bag that you just spent on Jay-Z and did right by everybody. And this could have been over and done. You could at least admit it that you fucked this man over publicly. Yeah. Just admit you fucked this man over publicly. You handled it wrong. Find, do, go through the steps of making it right so no one else has to go through this again and admit, you know what, maybe we are a multi-billion dollar organization that don't give a fuck about niggas. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe we can't start trying a little bit. That's it. That's all everybody even wanted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You went on this roundabout way to try to secure your bag just so you don't have to say, you know what? We fucked I up. I fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all it is. At the end of the day, what it boils down to, whatever chess move James making, salute, get your, become a, a billionaire tomorrow. Do that, whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you chose to bypass everything right in the world to do your, just to do right and own your fuck up. And like, say, I fucked I up. I fucked up. I fucked up. You know what? My bad. Yeah. Not only did you go out your way, you before this even got here, we haven't forgot what you did. You yeah. threatened these motherfuckers. If y'all go out there and kneel, we're going to find you. Yeah. Uh, stay in the uh, courtroom, don't come out. We're not even going to advertise the anthem no more. We're not going to air none of this. You did all of these things to block the protest, to block the whole reason. You even put a campaign there. Disrespecting the soldiers. No, 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 no. That's not what we're here for. We even got a soldier on record. This was his idea. We're not disrespecting soldiers. We're saying until equality is done across the motherfucking board, until black men and women are stopped getting killed in these streets by police officers, things are wrong in America. Yeah. 
All you had to do is the NFL with millions of impressionable white people listening is to say, yes, it is wrong to kill unarmed blacks. We need to pay attention and do our part as a billion dollar organization to support the, unkilling, the unjust killing of potential hell. You can say you're doing it for the unjust killing of potential athletes that you're about to recruit. Because we all know you're going to recruit us. Because the white boy is slow as shit. You could have done that, but you chose. You chose to shit on Colin. Mm-hmm. Let's put let's kill him with a black man. Let's pit a black man against another black man and make them fight amongst each other. Right. I'm not mad at uh, Jay-Z. He trying to make a billion dollar move. Fine, I get it. Whatever. You want you hold it. You went about it a, a shitty way. I get that. Everybody's gonna try to find money the way they can. Cool. Grind, do what you gotta do. But at the end of the day, the NFL is still personally held responsible because you didn't just do the fucking right thing like Spike Lee say. From the jump. Just from the jump. Just do the fucking right thing. We don't give a fuck about all that other shit. America's easy. America's is very we very straightforward. Just do the fucking right thing. And we be like, you know what? You right. You right. Right. That's all we want. No, not you motherfuckers. Let's further divide the community even more. So now now they feel that they don't have to talk about the cap situation no more. But I appreciate uh, Reed continuing the the fight. Right. I continue Steele's continuing to fight. Uh, I hope this does not deter everybody else from... uh, Continuing what Colin started because it's not about the league. It's about bringing awareness to it. Mm-hmm. And then Jay-Z going to get in a motherfucking press conference talking about something. Don't you know what the what the needle is about? Aren't you aren't you aware of it? Aren't you aware of it? So we're, we're here now. Jay-Z, come on, bro. Come on, bro. You come know on, they bro. don't give a fuck. Did they agree to it? Did they, When you asked them, do you know what it's about? What did they say? Goodell them like yep no he's he he laughing Goodell yep. there just laughing like a motherfucker not, like not that. only that if Goodell would have said yes I understand and respect that the nail is about the injustice killing of black people yeah. at that damn press conference Jay Z if you would have took the power and made Goodell admit why we are protesting just admit why we protest not because we don't like the flag because pe- our people are getting killed in the streets I could have got behind it. Yeah, but no, y'all sat there and Uncle Tom that whole goddamn meeting and wanted everybody to smile and be cool. And Charlemagne tried to come in and add some light to it, but he got caught up in the Illuminati light. He was like, "Well, y'all didn't hear the whole speech Jay Z said, nigga. You was there. You heard the whole speech he said. It was a press conference that was only allowed to be filmed by who? The NFL. Yeah. Outside media wasn't even allowed in this press conference." So please, tell me how you changed the motherfucking narrative. Right. Tell me how they didn't just control this motherfucking narrative. Yeah, if you would have had a press conference with everybody there and everybody allowed to film, I could maybe believe you more. Let everybody ask questions. Let everybody ask questions. I don't need NFL uh, employees ask the questions to their boss. <laughs> exactly. Like, hey, boss, uh, we still get off on time tonight, right? We don't get overtime? Okay, cool. You know, let me know. That's and that's my motherfucking problem with the whole deal. Yeah. You you didn't go about it right on purpose. You did that whole shit that you backdoor shit. You made side deals and side moves 
and instead of just being up in this situation, if you could have just been upfront and honest from jump and just did what you just had to do, all this shit could have been over like six months ago. Yeah. Honestly. Honestly, the money you just spent was wasted. It was wasted on pride because you don't want to admit you wrong. Exactly. That's at the end of the day, that's all it is. Pride is keeping you from your check. And because of this action of this week, I will firmly say today, I'm still boycotting. Yeah, I ain't fucking with it. I'm not going to that motherfucking game. I'm gonna go to the day party. <laughs> I ain't going to that goddamn game. And I'm not gonna go to the game. I'm not doing fantasy this year. I could just say that's stress and drama out of my life. I'm not gonna deal with this shit. Yeah, you're still playing the game wrong. And I'm, <laughs> I watched the performance on Twitter and social media because I know these coons gonna still watch it and repost it. So I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not even gonna support it. I want your ratings to be down. I want you to know I ain't fucking with you. Right. On God. Yeah. So fuck that. Anything else? Yeah. Anything fuck that. All right, let's get into Nike. Once again, we reported a few weeks back uh, the Nike's commercial for uh, Colin Kaepernick even got an Emmy nod, so salute for that. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, this week, we'll report Nike expands its protection for pregnant athletes after backlash. Nike is changing the way it handles contracts with elite female athletes that choose to become pregnant, according to Sports Illustrated. In a letter from Nike EVP of Global Sports Marketing, John Slusher, to the company's sponsored athletes last week, he tweeted, There was a clear change to the issue of pay for pregnant athletes. In part, the letter read, If athlete becomes pregnant, Nike may not apply any performance-related reductions, if any, for a consecutive period of 18 months, beginning eight months prior to the athlete's due date. During such period, Nike may not apply any right of termination, if any, as a result of, as a result of the athlete not competing due to pregnancy. And they have to sign Jay-Z for that? Didn't have to sign Jay-Z for that. No. It's to do the right motherfucking thing. They had to, they had to sign a pregnant chick for that. Right. If you remember Serena Williams, she was pregnant, uh, even during her Wimbledon when she won pregnant but she had some uh symptoms and some very serious procedures that happened during the pregnancy of a uh of, of a child and damn near lost her life delivering baby because she was worried about contracts and and shit like that and no woman should ever be placed in that position but guess what you know what didn't have to happen anybody to leverage or protest nike to what to do the right thing to just do it that's it that's all I didn't do. Now you don't even have to call me for that. I'll take the paycheck if you want to pay me for giving you a free sponsor shout out. But still, they did the right fucking thing. And it's long overdue for companies and people to just do the right fucking thing. It's that easy. It's that fucking easy. One thing about therapy that I've learned that you can go through all these excuses and do whatever thing you want to do to get a acceptable response for today, uh, a reaction that just subdues a person for today. But until you actually own up to your shit and just do right, period, you will never get a calm society. You will never get 
Everyone completely complacent and happy for what you gave them, the news that you give them, the information you give them. Because you're still lying. Yeah. And you're still not just doing the right thing. It's not hard to do. It's just so not in the field. It's just not. Shout out Nike for doing that for the ladies, especially for the women. I can only imagine. What else we got, sir? Um, speaking about social injustice. Okay. The police officer who uh, put the illegal chokehold on Eric Garner has now been officially fired from the police department. As well as his fat ass should be. A long overdue for it. Um, and they're getting a lot of backlash for it because the uh, police union... Uh, rebuke the decision to fire this young man but the chokehold was reckless it's illegal and the person lost his life over it so you should you should lost your job long time ago but they decided to uh fire the young man and the police usually not happy about it so they're saying productivity has slowed down based off the decision to fire him but why does it take so long for a person who did their job bad cause all this backlash and and protest and shit like that for you to lose your job? It's long overdue. Long over fucking due. Long overdue. So uh, I don't know the 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 man the mayor's name that decided to uh, let this man go, but the motherfucker should have been fired. Been fired. Yeah, so while Hove is cashing checks, the shit that's that's sparking this whole movement right. is showing some type of progress or at least a, a band-aid to the shit that happened mm-hmm. that it should have been done a long time ago. Right. So I, I feel that it's it's a little uh identification for the Garner family, mm-hmm. but it does not take away the fact that the shit actually happened it and it happened. took as long for it to happen. The money you spent on Jay-Z and this other bullshit is money you could have spent rectifying these families in these cities and establishing programs and helping the deter police violence. You could have used your lobbyists to campaign for police violence, but you didn't do that. You chose not to do that. Not at all. At fucking all. And I'm still mad at them because the NFL is such a big, powerful organization. Like, Billions and billions of dollars run through them. And out of pride and spite, out of pride and spite, a lot of things that they could do to change didn't. They're like, well, let's hire Jay-Z and he'll work it out for us. Nah, I'm not here for it. So I'm so happy for Eric Garner's family for that, at least that that little bit of good news. You know what I'm saying? Right, but, right. Come on, man. They they lost family members over the stress of this case alone. You know, and and the and the and the baby girls out there shouting on the steps. I will not let this go. I will not let this be because they got found the man originally. What not guilty? Yeah, it was. It wasn't. Uh, it, was, it was like in his job duty or some shit like right. that. So not guilty. Yeah, they put him on a desk job for for the past five years, and the commissioner O'Neill decided, like, look, 
You out of here, bro. Yeah, hey, and what work was he doing anyway on that goddamn desk? None. Not not one shit. Not one fucking shit. Getting his PayPal up. Like, let me see, let me see what these hoes talking about on this uh, back page. Hey, fuck that dude. For real, for real. All right. Um, I'm sorry. Was that your all your air topic? Oh no. Go, uh-uh. go ahead. Um, there's a young lady in uh Wynn, Arkansas, who pulled uh it was it was four black athletes, high school students, going around selling uh raffle tickets or something to raise money for the football team. Mm-hmm. And instead of just saying no, I don't want I don't want to buy no goddamn ticket or whatever. Right. She decides to pull a gun on these four black men, four black teenagers and hold them hostage until the police came oh no said she was threatened by them in the neighborhood she saw walking door to door when they when they walked to her yard instead of you know saying she's good she pulled a gun out on them had them all laying on the ground until the police showed up when the police showed up they recognized these students these athletes from the high school told them to get up and you know you know what the fuck are you doing right so uh the, when, once the the young lady recognized that the police officer wasn't going to be on her side, she was like, "Well, let me just take them. Let me get the names of the students, and I'll take them to lunch, and you know, we'll we'll rectify this whole oh, thing." Oh fuck no, bitch! They took her ass to jail. Goddamn right. Uh, for child endangerment and uh, unlawful uh, taking a hostage or something like that. Yeah. Um, the thing is, her she got a terroristic threat. Her job. husband works at the county as an administrator and when they went to Booker she didn't take a mug shot because they said she had medical issues the fuck you put every crackhead I know on that motherfucker I didn't see photo. people take mug shots with their ass beat like they need the stitches uh, goddamn sutures and all that shit and, but they still take a mug shot take it to another level just recently the police Made a motherfucker with a mugshot that they had face tattoos. They photoshopped that nigga's face tattoos off to make them match the suspect. Yeah, they. So it's not like they don't make motherfuckers take mugshots. It's not like you you can't take a mugshot. You not like you can't take a mugshot. Yeah, I need to find out more about that case. I'm gonna look that shit up. <laughs> but yes, go ahead, continue. So Damn, after after they uh, so they posted a, a ten thousand dollar bond. She bonded out. And she went in front of the judge. Uh, the judge is like, no, bitch, you can't just pull a gun on people and it think it's cool. Since then, they done moved up out the motherfucking uh, the neighborhood. Goddamn right. And it, it turns out that they was, they was renting a house from the goddamn sheriff in the county. Ha! So the sheriff is like, no, there was no foul play. There was no favoritism. Uh, she didn't take a mug shot because she had a medical issue uh, before she could take one. Everybody's like, how you not take a mug shot getting booked in? How, Sway? How is that a possibility? What are your fingerprints? Yeah, did you pass out? Did you die? You got to humiliate everybody that you do normally. Yeah. 
So medical condition, my ass. Uh, so they they end up moving out the whole neighborhood and shit like that. But the fact about it is that you felt so threatened of teenagers going door to door trying to raise money for the football team that you gonna pull your gun on them and hold them hostage until the police showed up. They ain't have it was no threat. No. What was the threat? What was the threat? No. Where? So I hope she get everything that's coming to her. Everything. Uh, but you can't. You can't. You know. You can't do that. And you can't let him off the hook just because her husband worked for the goddamn uh, for the county, and he resigned. He's like, I, I got, I gotta go because you know they're gonna be on your ass about this shit all day, all, all day. day, b. Isn't isn't you not getting a motherfucking break at all? And you earn this shit because you fucking disrespectful. No fuck them four kids would never get. Ain't nothing like having a gun put on you. I don't know if many motherfuckers have had that before. You got a gun put on you. This is a whole different conversation. One pull of that trigger, your life is over. Right. Fucking over. So you got four kids. These four babies. Right. Out here just trying to raise money for the world's finest chocolate. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to raise money for that damn school. And you going to pull a gun on and make them lay down on the ground to the police around? You know how long it takes the police to get to a uh, neighborhood? Right. That's a good 20, 30 minutes. Man. Her name is Jerry Kelly. Fuck you, Jerry Kelly. Jerry Kelly. You got a, a stupid name and a goofy-ass <laughs> name. Goofy-ass name. Goofy-ass name. <laughs> Jerry Kelly. Show a ragged ass. Yeah, so I, I hope she get everything she deserves. I need that mug shot, too. I'm putting that bitch on my Facebook page. Well, the judge made her go back and take a mugshot when she appeared in court. Hell yeah. So she took a mugshot later. I'm like that judge. He ain't dealing with this bullshit. Oh, hell no. Uh, run that shit, baby. <laughs> I'm going to need that mugshot so I can look at this motherfucker. We trying to go to state championship. You, you fuck with my players right you now. Fucking right with my players right now. I got money on this game, bitch. Hell, I posted a uh, news uh, on IG. I posted a news story. It was a fake news story. But it got so much response because people were like, this can't be real. This is, is this real or no? And I'm like, are y'all fucking serious with me right now? Of course this is fake. So the news story goes, this white girl, a uh, college student, she stabbed her uh, roommates and a lot of other teenage girls with a, a corkscrew screwdriver. Mm. And so the judge was like, this crime is horrible. And from now on, I'm going to rule that as moving forward with this court trial, that you're going to be pre uh, presented as a black male. What? Yeah. So he told the jury, for now on, when you refer to the employee, think of her as a black male named Jerome that weighs 200 pounds and six foot. <laughs> Treat this white girl like that. And the white parents went out to the press conference. How dare they misportray my daughter? She's a honestly good camera uh, appealing white girl. She should not be treated like this. No one should be treated like a black man. Facts. <laughs> so the controversy was, I can't believe they said this. It's, it's so funny, but so rude. Yes, that's what is in sight. Yeah. To be treated like a black man and the motherfucker's justice system is just nobody wants that nobody wants that nobody wants that this woman needs to be treated like a black man in the judicial system times two 
Mecca or Puerto Rican? Like a Mexican or something. Extra strong. Combination. Make a half and half, baby. <laughs> Get a double time. So, yeah. Alright. Let's switch, switch gears a little bit. Texas. You know, you was about to go down to D-Town. Texas. Might have accidentally decriminalized marijuana. Accidentally? Accidentally. Now, this, this story is for all my people that catch charges in Texas of a weed. You know, it's not legal there yet, medically or, you know, recreationally. So, you know, you get you might get that extra charge you get pulled over a speeding ticket. So, earlier this year, legislatures of the great state of Texas, it's not that great, but okay, somebody's bias when writing this story, uh, passed the House Bill 1325, a bill that legalized the production of hemp and thus the market for products containing CBD, that's the CBD oil that everyone likes to use, which is derived from hemp. The Republican-controlled Texas House of Representatives voted 140 to 3 to pass the bill's final version on May 22nd. On June 10th, Governor Greg Abbott, also a Republican, signed it into law, effective immediately. The measure's proponents did not intend it to affect existing state laws prohibiting the sale or possession of marijuana. One section of the bill, in fact, Specifically, specifically, now, directs the Texas Department of Agriculture to draft regulations to, quote unquote, ensure that illegal marijuana is not transported into or through this state disguised as legal hemp. However, in the landmark addition to this uh, annual poorly drafted legislation, which unintended consequences of the Texas Tribune reports, that the bill has effectively decriminalized weed in the state, forcing many prosecutors to drop low-level marijuana cases that they fear they can't prove in court any longer. Hmm. So basically by making this bill, you kind of backdoored your way into being able to get out your uh, low-level weed charges, you know, because you could be on a transportation charge. It can be easily argued with you good enough for an attorney. Right. Like, I'll just bring him into the state, man. Why are you mad at me? I ain't did nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm I can't be mad at it. So, uh, it's, it's a connoisseur, a legal connoisseur now, I can say that. <laughs> Shout out my doctor. And uh, I'm happy for this. So, when I take these pounds in and out of the you know what I'm saying? I can't fuck with me. I don't want to hear shit. I ain't shit. I wish. I ain't, I ain't got it like that, y'all. I just be bullshit. But, so, yeah. I love how goofy-ass politicians that get elected off of hype and name don't do their due diligence and do the work that it takes to secure an actual real bill not just doing a rubber step that the governor signs passes through law. That's when I tell y'all. That's what I mean by the power starts with us on a local level. Put people in office that you are know that you know will make the decisions that will benefit you in the long term. This could easily been blocked, stopped, brought attention to by legislation. But anybody in office is like, hey, you know what? That's technically making weed legal to be transported. You know what? Okay, cool. You know, I'm gonna mind my business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Easily. Actually nominate and elect people that know what the fuck they're doing, not just because they come for money. 
That's all we're saying to you, people. This is a good lesson of elect people that actually give a fuck about what's going on in your district, in your state. Facts. Uh, this is another story that came across the line, and, and people want you to have sympathy for it, but I have none. A Florida teen is arrested in school threat. Authorities have posted a video of their arrest of a 15-year-old Florida boy who allegedly posted an online threat to kill at least seven people at a high school. Uh, Volusia County Sheriff officials interviewed the boy and his mother outside their home near Daytona Beach last Friday and posted a video of their discussion to underline the consequences of making school threats. The boy whose name is not being used by the Associated Press told investigators he was joking when he posted the message on Discord using the fake name Dalton Barnhart. And he vowed to bring his father's M15 to Surprise High School in Daytona Beach and kill seven people at a minimum. Like this little nigga up. Facts. I don't give a fuck. There's too much shit going on with kids killing each other. You think this shit funny. Obviously, your parents ain't stressed to you how important it is for loss of life when somebody shoots up to school. Lock this little nigga up and give him a lesson. Yeah, trying to do it for likes. Doing it for chasing clouding and shit. Lock his ass up. I feel no regret. Mama like, no, I know he wouldn't do this. How? How, bitch? How? You look like you would do it. Nah, fuck that. Lock his little ass up. I don't feel no regret or pity about it. Nah, he need to get locked up and learn a lesson. And he's not the first one. There's a lot of people going around radicalizing, threatening to shoot up schools. Right. What the fuck are you getting from shooting up schools? These kids have done nothing to you. Not a goddamn thing. What are you getting? What are you bringing attention to? It's that copycat shit, man. They're trying to get that 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 fame and that that notoriety real quick off some dumb shit. Fucking nerds don't have no, your own culture to draw from because you're so used to stealing other people's culture. Fucking find something to cling to. Shit, and do the right fucking thing instead of clout chasing. Shit's fucking ridiculous. A large majority of white males are misplaced and uh, have disassembled communities because they have nothing to do. They don't know what, they so privileged. They don't know, like, I have nothing to hope for. Everything's handed to me already. What do I got to strive for? What do I got to do with all this extra energy and time? They ain't got nothing but surf the web and beat they meat to kitty porn. It's fucking ridiculous. Sorry for the little way like. You got another story? That's all I got, big dog. All right. Uh, last one about signing things in the law that you don't read. It's important. Uh, but shout out to California governor. He signs a law to limit shootings by police. Spurred by the fatal police shootings of a young unarmed black man, uh, in California, state lawmakers approved changes to the nation's oldest law governing when officers can use deadly force. And it was signed by the governor Monday through even supporters, even though supporters aren't sure it will save many lives. It's an open-ended question, uh, said Go Governor Gavin Newsom. Adding his signature to the bill during a ceremony in the opening courtyard, uh, this is remarkable to get this moment on a bill that's so controversial it 
but it means nothing unless we make the moment meaningful. So, salute, but I think more can still be done. Thank you for trying, though. God damn, thank you for trying. So many other states not even trying. They're not even trying to realize that people are getting killed. Stupid like in the streets. <clears throat> I think this is a major move. Very I think major. it's uh um, sense of president. It it, it kind of puts the officers on notice that you gotta it's saying you gotta it has to be necessary mm-hmm. instead of objectively reasonable. So one thing police officers get off on is that they felt threatened or uh it, it, in the heat of the moment and they don't get no type of backlash from it. Right. They get like, off. It comes from, they call it the Stephon Clark law because it's the young man that was, they ran to his, his grandmother's backyard mm-hmm. and they shot him because they thought he had a gun and it ended up being a cell phone. Right. So there was no initial threat. It was no, it wasn't necessary. And this puts police officers on notice that you cannot just go around and shoot willy nilly without no repercussion. So I want to give a shout out to uh, Governor Gavin Newsom for signing this law into yes. law because it is a step to uh, try to de-escalate some of those, those unnecessary shootings mm-hmm. and put the police officers accountable for not doing your job very well. Right. So it's a. I mean, this is probably this is pretty major because it's very major right now. Police officers shooting there's nothing, no repercussions from it. Right. So it's a step, man. It's a step. It says presidents established case law. Uh, you can make an argument against this now because someone has signed it into law. So thank you, Governor. I appreciate that. Thank you for the legislators that pushed this bill through. It's needed, and it's not should not just be in California. It should be all over the U.S. It's it's nationwide for real. Um, that's all I got. That's my last story, bro. Yeah, that's all I got, dog. Cool. Let's take a quick commercial break. Shot tip your bartender. We'll be right back. Cupid's Lingerie has been in business for over a decade. We aim to be your choice retailer of apparel and adult novelties. We strive to provide a professional, mature, and open-minded atmosphere so that our customers can learn not only about our products, but about themselves as well. Our in-store sales associates will gladly assist you, whether it be finding the right outfit for a romantic evening or seeking a little buzz in the bedroom. For online shoppers, you can hit us at shopcupids.com. If you have any other questions or or inquiries, please come into the store and visit us. We aim to provide our customers a discreet, informative, and enjoyable shopping experience. ShopCupids.com Now let's get back to the show. Papa Top, Wine, Spirits, and Beverages at 1901 South University, Little Rock, Arkansas has the best deals in town on all your dope beverages. Now listen up, Papa Top has anything you need from Doucet to Bombay, from Cognac to a 30-pack. Also stop in on Thursdays to get 20% off all your variety of wines to wind down your weekend. So talk to our good friends at Papa Top Wine, Spirits, and Beverages. Let them know the power lunch I will send you and have a great, great weekend. Let's get back into it. 
Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys, she can create it. Check her out on Facebook or IG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find her on Facebook or IG, Addicted Craft. My good people, it's hot outside. And it's the summertime, so you want to look good, you want to look right. I want to see you to the best barber in town. His name is Chris Staff. 501-533-4360. Chris Staff has all the styles that you need to bring that right look out and crush the party scene. Holla at my boy, Chris Staff at 501-533-4360. Let him get your head right. Let him get your tape looking just good. Get that crisp line so you can impress folks and they know that you come with some respect on your name. Chris Staff, 501-533-4360. Holla at him. Let him get your head right. Now let's get back to the show. Act 2. Hey. Hey, we back. Back. Hey, let's get into it. Movies, TV, news. Well... I have a special announcement that's about to uh, happen. Matrix 4 has got the green light for a relaunch. For a lunch. I'm here for it. Keanu Reeves and Carrie will be back for it. All the way here for it. You know, honestly, I'll be here for it. You can still bring it back. There's so many ways. I'm thinking about the last uh, movie. I was like, so many ways you can bring it back. Because I didn't like the ending, personally. What? I think I, I didn't want my people to die. Oh shit! Niggas, niggas die every day. Niggas B. die every day. B. I get that. So, but I didn't want my people to die. So if you found a way to bring them back, I'm here for this. I mean, all the core people still there though. Right. Oh, well, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm all here way. for it. I'm I think uh, Matrix trilogy is probably the top five, shit, top three trilogies out there though. I'm gonna say this too. That video game they dropped with that Matrix game. Mm-hmm. We had Jada Pinkett as the star of it. Mm-hmm. One of the best video games ever. Never played it. One of the best video games. Only thing missing with that game is that the two-player aspect of it was only like fighting each other. Yeah. You couldn't do two-player co-play. Okay. But other than that, that video game went hard. That's the kind of video games I was missing. Like, where these video games at? So, yeah, give me a good video game like that. I'm here for this shit all motherfucking day. Yeah, I'm here for the Matrix, bro. Yeah, so I'm here for the Matrix reboot. Please, bring that shit back. Keanu Reeves is killing it right now. Well. Yeah, I watch the Matrix every time it come on TV. Yeah. So, salute. Salute to Matrix for the reboot. Uh, What else we got? Um, TV shows. Uh, Snowfall, as we like to call it, Snowfall on the Bluff. <laughs> did you watch it? Uh, ew. did I? Did you? I don't know. What happened? Uh, let's think. It's, uh, they're figuring out that the, uh, the Mexican chick that got killed, that Gustavo killed, uh, she was DA and they actually killed her. So Teddy's ex-wife 
Is oh, I was talking to the, uh, the, the fed that he, he looking for. Yeah, looking for. And he mad. Yeah, he mad at the motherfucker. He big mad. Uh, Andre still testing motherfucking me, uh, frankly. Like, I ain't just steal your badge of gun. You still playing with me, boy? Yeah. Uh, his daughter acting like a spoiled little bitch. You already caught one ass whooping. Get the fuck out of the town. Mm-hmm. Why you acting like, <laughs> I need to do this. Like, she old. She acting like she owes some shit. I was like, bitch, get out of town. What's this? Yeah, bitch go to do? college, man. Leave this shit, man. Leave go this ahead. shit. What she do? Go hit a crack ride. That's the type of chick that's gonna get pregnant her freshman year and come yeah, back home. Exactly. That's exactly what's gonna happen, man. Shit. Get the fuck out the hood. Even the oh, girl, like, girl, you better go to college. I would love to get the fuck out of this bullshit. <laughs> go to school. Go to school. Yeah. Shit, honestly, you should have, uh, when that bitch tried to walk up to you, you should have had something. You ain't acting like a cop's daughter or like your boyfriend's uh, a drug dealer. Right. You should have been ready for that bitch. Some people, gonna, if you got a drug dealer boyfriend and a and, cop and dad, a cop dad see, and he showed you how to shoot. Some people trying to whoop your ass. A lot of people trying to whoop your ass. Yeah. You should you should know how to protect yourself at all times, great ass. You got your ass whoop whoop. That's a shame. I just, I just wanted so much more for you as Tyra was saying. It's really embarrassing. So, you know, I'm looking forward to see what comes next after this. Uh, I don't know what the fuck is up Andre's ass. Like, some shit you got to let go. Because mm. you not only, it's like, what it's like the NFL all over again. If you would just hold up to like, you know what, I did go too far with this young man and I've made it personal. I mean, I might need to back the fuck away. Right. Because I already told this young man how I feel. Yeah. I showed him what he's doing in the community. You he's, know. He don't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. And sometimes it's not about what you say, it's how you say it. Yeah. And you said it fucked up, and you left this motherfucker in the middle of the crackheads. Oh, <laughs> uh, first thing I'm thinking, well, fuck him. Not only am I finna do what I've been doing, I'm finna do it even better. Yeah. So, you know, fuck you. Uh, it was the revelation that his dad killed his uncle. Yeah, man. That shit was crazy. Mm -hmm. What you think about that? Do you think, you know what I'm saying? Hey, um, that explains the drinking and shit. I mean, it, it lets you know how he got to that point where he is in life. Mm -hmm. uh, frankly, I accepted him. I mean, brought him in. You know, he right. cleaned out and shit, though, but... And you look insight like you don't know what I've been through. Right. Yeah, so like, what the fuck you been through, Dad? Tell yeah. me. <laughs> exactly. Um It's a little slow for me though. But Yeah, you know, the the, the filler episode I call it filler, but the episodes that explain backstories usually are. If it ain't a lot of action, yeah. It's gonna be a, a bunch of fillers. Like Gustavo is really trying to establish his own network and himself as a man right now. And they really get into it, but they they talked about it. Yeah, uh, he's working though. He he don't work now. Yeah. I think next the next episode gonna be all about him and what the fuck he got going on. Teddy trying to trying to play all angles and think he's Mister Untouchable, <clears throat> and his wife is gonna be his downfall. Oh, she gonna take a nigga down. Hey, it's most a lot of, a lot of women do. Yeah, take a lot of niggas down. She finna take them all the way down. All the way down. He don't even see it. He don't even see it coming because he he's in love. Yeah. You know, and her ass, like, I would have seen it coming when she came back to town talking about, now I'm going to run it with you. 
What about the kid that we had that you said you couldn't do this for because we got a kid? Right. What has changed? Mm-hmm. And those questions have not been asked satisfactory to me. Because she giving them some ass. Hey. And she got heat coming from her boss, coming from the other dude that's looking for the dead agent. Right. Like, they coming for her. And, and she, she ain't communicated none of this shit to Ted. At all. The one nigga she spied on, the one motherfucker that would have her back no matter what, yeah. She's not telling them all this. Yeah. So she's going to die. Yeah. I see it coming. She's going to die. Like Frank Frank might kill her. Somebody going to kill this girl. Yeah. She ain't going to make it. She can't make it. She can't make it. She can't. And then she on cocaine now. Okay. Welcome to LA. You hooked on it. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? She looking for that next big thrill. And she said earlier like, she been with a kid all the time. She don't yeah. get to go out as much. Now she trying to live life. She looking forward to sucking a new dick. Yeah. Tell you, I ain't gonna. I don't, I don't see good things coming. Yeah, from. take her out. Take her out. She can go. Send her back home, so she keep her life. Yeah. Let her go back with them building blocks. Like, I, baby, I think you need to go home now. She can't. She's too deep. Too deep. It's gonna. It's gonna end bad. Yeah. It's gonna end very bad. Queen of the South. Did you watch it? I did. And like we said last week. I knew it. Everybody got to die. Everybody got to die. And Teresa said on her bed. She said on her deathbed. I'm mad at the hip They going to kill all. At at the Teresa's hospital for one. Ain't nobody pulling no curtains. Everybody's able to walk into uh, Teresa's floor looking at her like, nah, that bitch knocked out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody walking past seeing her in the bed. Yeah, and talking shit about her being in the bed. Like, y'all all disrespectful. And about five people walked into her room. Yeah, <laughs> Pull the curtain, my nigga. They shouldn't be able to have this access to Teresa. To see what kind of state she in right, right now. Right, they need to be always guessing. Yeah. Especially her level. Especially her level. Like, she just said it. Now, they don't need to know it came from you. Yeah. They just know you doing what she would want you to do. That's all they need to do, you know. They don't need to have all this access and people calling how is Teresa. Bitch, she was in an explosion. I think her right-hand man, he got to the point where he had to make a call. Had to. He had to make a decision. Yeah. You think he should have killed uh, the crazy Mexican cousin, whatever the fuck he is? No. No? No, I know it's hard to say no not to kill him because he needs to be killed. But at this point in time, no. What I need him, what I need the Partez to do was to redirect this motherfucker's energy. Yeah. I need him to have that motherfucking Mexican motherfucker looking for the nigga that bombed the truck. Like, your job is to go find out who bombed this truck. But he's so caught up in... Teresa, he can't he can't focus. He caught up in his his wife, his fiance. He looking for. No, I'm talking about uh, what's the boy name? The, the Bell. The, I call him Bell. I don't know. Boyes. No, the side. The the uh, the 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 oh the shooter. Her, the dude. They just named him Poltres. Uh, Pontus. Yeah, Pontus. He's, he's so caught up and worried about Teresa. Yeah, and know that Boyes is, is in town. And he's a threat. Or he acting out, right. and he's fucking with the nigga, right. and you fuck with the business. Right. So he's like, "What would Teresa do?" And he's like, "Well, he got to die." But he announced that you know I'm not here to fuck. I'm not here to take over her business. Right. I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. So I'm here I'm for. I'm just it. here to watch her back. Yeah. So he she, she gonna need him because they about to go to war. Right. So he gonna need some more guns. He's gonna need some more guns. Not only that, 
I was watching my other TV show that I'm gonna talk about in a sec, uh, Young Justice. Somebody brought it up to uh, Nightwing, because uh, Nightwing was leader of a team. He's like, I don't want to be a leader. I'm not a leader. He's like, you did a good job leading. He said, hold on. First of all, whether you like it or not, you're a leader. Yeah. It's up to you to decide what kind of leader you want to be. Mm. Portez is a leader. Like after Teresa, they coming to him. Right. They know if I can't get to reach Teresa, I can holler at Portez. He got so I need him to decide what kind of leader he wants to be yeah. moving forward. Because if nothing else, this this situation show if something happens to Teresa, you are gonna have to pick up this slack. Yeah, you're next in command. You're next in command. Yeah. And people are looking for you for guidance. So I need my boy to step the fuck up. Yeah. But yeah, I knew everybody was going to die after that baby got killed. Yeah, and she just announced it like, yeah, we're going to kill them all. Everybody. Everybody. I wonder if the black dude was going to be safe. Hey, you better you better put your you better put your stating claim early. Look, I, I ain't do it. He did come very respectful, mm-hmm. and he did do everything the right way during the whole process of Teresa being incapacitated. If he came visit her, let her know update. She Which all right? Which from me? Let me know. I got it. I don't want to fuck up this money. You let me know something. I got it. I got it. You want me to go kill that nigga? I got you. Cool. Now his hitters aren't the best. At all. Because they keep losing fights. They keep losing. They keep they, losing fights. His fight. hitters ain't hitting shit. He got hitters in every state that can't hit shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on with them. You know what I'm saying? His every hit they try to hit, they end up dying. They end up dying horribly. <laughs> yeah. You need some new shooters, bro. You need some new shooters. For real, for real. Your shooters ain't shoot right. Nah, man. At all. At all. So, uh, yeah. I hope he lives a little bit now. I know, you know what? Technically, he still got to die. You know why? Why? Because he killed my black bartender chick. Okay, yeah. That's that's reason to die. That's reason to die. No. Yeah, you wrong for that, bro. You wrong for that, B. I mean, I hate it for you because you did so much to prove yourself back. But if you die, I'm going to be like, eh. He deserved you it. You earned it. Yeah. I can't even be mad at it. You tried to make me like you afterwards, but you already done fucked up. I hold grudges. It's a character flaw. But uh, yeah, man, it's gonna go down. It's gonna go fucking down this week. It's gonna go <laughs> I down. can't wait for this shit. Mm-hmm. It's about to go down. Um, we got another show we watching? No, we don't. But I did watch Queen of the South. It was a come to Jesus moment on uh, this Queen episode. Sugar. Everybody had to have a conversation with each other about what's really going on. Queen Sugar. Queen Sugar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Queen Sugar. What did I say? Queen and South. Oh, yeah, Queen and South, my bad. Queen Sugar. Yeah, they had to have some come to Jesus moments. Uh, Nova shit is finally sprung out. Nova had to come to her sister because the sister's like, fuck this shit. We ain't gonna drink in the water. Like, okay, that's a good time. But, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta get your drunk ass off this bar and get home. And so she took her sister home and they had some, they had some good conversation. I love how a lot of these TV shows and uh, movies are going to New Orleans to film. I mean, the city needs the uh, the income and the commerce, so much love for all the companies that support New Orleans. For real, for real. What other TV shows I got? My anime, we're going hard. Young Justice is back. It's back. Catch up on all episodes you missed. Season three. 
We got new episodes to drop. Check it out. It's going hard. If you ain't been watching, you got a lot to catch up on, so you won't feel cheated. Um, Black Clover. Oh, Black Clover to my Black Clover fans. What y'all think? What you feeling right now? Uh, the elves have come back. It's a lot of shit going on. A lot of motherfuckers fighting. I told y'all for this next month, it's going to be number fighting. So, as long as they have us, keep going. Ew. I don't know why I don't like that. I'm not talking about Black Clover. I'm talking about what we watching on TV. I got to start watching TV while we record. Um, what else we watching? Is it wrong to pick up girls in the dungeon going hard? Demon Slayer. Oh, shit. Demon Slayer going hard, y'all. If you ain't picked up on Demon Slayer yet, you're looking for an anime with some good action and good story, check out Demon Slayer. You won't be disappointed. I promise you. I promise you. Uh, some new movies drop. You got the Rock movie. Uh, the Fast and the Furious. Did you get to see it yet? Uh, I don't watch Fast and the Furious. I hadn't seen not one Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. So I'm not about to jump into it now. That's so I, real. I ain't mad at you. This version of Fast and the Furious, it was, it was a good movie, but as it kept going on and longer, it turned into a rock movie. If that makes sense, it was like, it was like systematic action and comedy. Yeah. If that makes sense, it's like you expected these type of jokes and this action, like for some reason, to go high, he go back home to his mama. In Hawaii or some shit, and they they go back to basic tools to beat this motherfucking human Superman. I, I mean, I'm just like, huh? Mm. What? What are y'all doing here? What? It ain't no reason to bring you know the, the Rock in Hawaii. Okay, we get it. He's black in Hawaiian, yeah, but this, we fast and the furious. This ain't the place for this shit. <laughs> what the cars? What the speed? the fuck we going back to no motherfucking technology for? Fast and the Furious. Ain't nobody fast and furious in this shit. Oh, what's the point? What's the fucking point? So I don't know, man. I'm on the fence on that bullshit. Um, the Rook are going hard. They finally using their powers more, so check it out. Um, what are the TV shows and movies? I forget. I watched the TV, the movie with the, the the little boys, the boys, yeah, the kids that skip the school and shit, and that was kind of funny. It wasn't Project X funny, you know. what I'm saying it wasn't on that level, but the little motherfuckers caused a lot of problems. Oh, the uh, like the uh, super bad type of movie, right? The same creators. Oh, okay, I ain't seen that one. Yeah, that shit went hard. It was fun. I got some good laughs. Uh, the black kid in that movie was funny as fuck, but a lot of shit, he was too soft. I, I liked it. They made the black kid the holy character, and mm. and it's good. I mean, it's good that he did the right thing, but in my mind, I'm like, hey, hey, where your motherfucking manhood at? Where your, where your struggle at? You know, he the motherfucking me, uh, hall monitor type ass motherfucker. He snitching and all this shit. Like, come on. I'm playing my boy bad. No, I had a problem with that, but whatever. My favorite scene was probably the frat house scene when the kids went to go buy some drugs. That shit was hilarious. Of course. That shit was funny as fuck. You watched the uh, Marlon Wayne sex tuplet? 
I was mean to watch that today, but I took my nap. Yeah, and it didn't happen. I heard uh, mixed reviews on it. I've been hearing that too. I'm not a I'm not a real it. Marlon Wayne fan. Right. Uh, the I last movie he did when he woke up in that elevator naked, it was like a Groundhog's Day type thing. Yeah. Where he kept waking up in the elevator naked trying to get to his wedding. Mm. I like that movie. That was a good movie. This new one, I don't know yet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. It. I've been hearing mixed reviews, and I don't know. I give it a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. Marlon been, he's actually gotten better since he's been more on his own and have more creative control of his projects, opposed to the white studio coming in and adding their additions and shit to it. On his own, he's been actually doing pretty damn good. As long as he ain't fucking no goddamn dog for ten minutes, I'm good. That's always a good thing. Yeah. Always a great thing. Yeah, you can keep that. All to yourself. So I watched the, uh, while I was dying on my couch on Sunday, I binge watched the whole season of Orange is the New Black. I was about to say that did drop. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, house, you really didn't move off that couch. Did not. I did not. (laughs) Um, But, I say this one was a lot better than uh, two episodes ago, two seasons ago. Uh, they do have moments where in the previous uh, seasons, it just gets real slow. But this one had, it was the season finale. And from the beginning. The series to, finale or the season? Uh, the series finale. Okay. Like it's over with. Okay. Okay. Series finale. And uh, I think that it, it, it wrapped up a lot of, side stories mm-hmm. it uh showed progression of people it did backstories how they got there it gave everybody a chance to tell their story it wasn't i didn't it was no down moment when i watched this goddamn series and I, I enjoyed it and at the end they brought all the old characters back and they did their final you know farewells and shit yeah and people cry because you know it's you know they've been working together for so long right but did the white girl ever get out of jail yeah, she okay. did. Did the black girl uh, snuggy the crazy one? She get out of jail? No, no, Damn. no. Uh, but to bounce back from the last uh, season uh, when they had the riot mm-hmm. and show how everybody progressed and where they at currently and shit like that, <clears throat> it was dope, man. It was it was just a lot of backstories and everybody changed after the riot. Right. For the better, for worse, and I just thought it was is a dope it was a dope season finale. It wrapped up very well, tied it, it, it tied up all the loose ends, dotted the T's, uh, we crossed T's, dotted the eyes. It was it, it wasn't no like what the fuck right. type of season. Either. That's how you want some good closure. It just ended where I don't feel I like, like I missed Game nothing that you left something out. Right. So yeah, I think it was dope, man. So if you're a fan of Orange and New Black, you will enjoy this one. Right. Uh, just give y'all a head up, heads up. Power comes back Sunday, well Saturday night at midnight. Uh, going into Sunday morning, Power comes back. I'm not gonna be nice about the spoilers. I, look, you got from between Sunday morning at midnight, between Tuesday evening, <laughs> to watch it. You yeah. know, when power comes back, I'm talking about power. I'm talking about power. I don't even give a fuck about your feelings. I'm I'm talking about it. 
I don't care about your work schedule, your 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 baby sleep schedule. None of that shit. None of that. I'm talking about this shit. Who you rooting for? Team Ghost or Team uh Tommy? I was Ghost. I'm Team Ghost I'm all team day. I'm Team Ghost all day, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm team, team Ghost, Ghost all day. Bro. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I treat it like a uh, a boxing match. I'm always going to back black. <laughs> it's just the way it goes. Win or lose. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy it's back. It's supposed to be last uh, season. It's possibly. Yeah. They uh, might find a way to keep it going, but it's supposed to be the last season. I'm here for it, man. I'm here for this shit all day. I'm here day. for it. My last show I want to talk about on Netflix again is called Cannon Busters. Cannon Busters is all new anime uh, based off a black writer and producer who created this character. This character is a a mixture between Cowboy Bebop and Trigun. Uh, It has a great little subcast, mostly black actors, black voices, Black faces, representation matters and looks good all through this anime. Very proud of it. Very happy for it to finally come out and drop. And they say uh, it's a character in there that has the same name as me. So I'm very happy about this. And he shots for days. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They say my name all through the TV show. So I'm very happy. And uh, yeah, I give Cannon Busters a... uh, a major head nod. Check it out on Netflix. You got something to watch. Especially if you're an anime head like myself. Cannon Busters go hard. <laughs> it's funny as fuck. <clears throat> and that's my last uh, movie, rec- movie TV show recommendation I can think of. Alright. So, in, uh, in music news. Music news. So what have I been listening to? I listened to um what I listen to. I listened to that new Rick Ross. That shit okay. go hard. Yeah, that, that that bangs. It does. I like people calling the album of the year. What do you think? <clears throat> now I wouldn't uh shit. I gotta go back and listen to uh see what I listened to so far. I wouldn't give it album of the year. I would give album of the year, but it's in the running. It's like top ten. Yeah, it it does bang pretty tough, man. It does. Um, I got to go I, on the spot. I can't get out of the year. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, I listen to it top to bottom, so I'm right. I'm not no problem with it. It, it it's a banger. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got I gotta go back and see what I listen to so far. Okay. And I have to give my judgment on that. But this is to uh, I listen to Young Thug's album. And I'm not a Young Thug fan, but it's something to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much fun. I seen the single everybody was hyped about on Twitter. Um, me not being a Young Thug fan, I can't really just just give it like, y'all, this shit banging. Yeah, it's, it's Young Thug. It's just be it's Young Thug. It, he he does put music together. He does. He go from alto to soprano very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's trash because he puts together good music, but I don't. It's not my cup of tea. It's just not. I don't. I don't. I can't give him that. But I did listen to. It. I gave you a chance. What's the track that was just out that he went from alto to soprano? That motherfucker was banging. 
Like, we came in on Alto. He was like, I can move uh, some dope from the church house to the left house to the right house. I'm like, oh, that shit bang it. Mm. Then all of a sudden, they come in. And then they go. And then they go. Wait, wait, wait. Where did this go? Where did this go? <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, he does switch it up on you. He switched it up quick as fuck on your ass. He was killing this shit on the outside. Then he was the soprano. I was like, okay. And then Future got in that motherfucker and just got dumb. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with Future. <laughs> that shit. Future be giving y'all, <laughs> Future be giving y'all whole, his whole ass a kiss. And y'all be like, Future killing it. Man, come on now, Future. I listened to uh, YBN Corday, uh, The Lost Boy. Okay. Uh, this young man spits, man. Mm-hmm. This young man has bars, mm-hmm. and it's not no mumble shit. He actually, you know, putting lines together that I appreciate as far as being a young nigga in this type of environment. And it's genre. So, uh, he talked about you know it's it's his debut album. You know, a lot of personal things, family has come best. up and shit, and that's that's one of those things that you can really feel. Right. They hungry still. Yeah, so I appreciate you know this project, and he 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 actually putting bars together. So I appreciate your effort, sir. Um, it's a currency. Uh, hot August night. It's only how many tracks is it? Like six, seven tracks. <laughs> um, I'm a fan of currency, so he can't do no wrong. Currency does not switch up on you. He gonna give you that flow. He gonna give his 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 persona, his style, and it's something to ride to. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm a fan of currency. This shit bangs. Um, you can't really be mad what currency does. If you're a fan of currency, you'll you'll like anything he put out because he's not gonna put out nothing that you don't understand what, what currency coming from. Um, ah, oh, that's your phone. Oh, did I play it? Uh, I listened to. I played. uh, Little Brothers got a a album out called uh, "May the Lord Watch," Mm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to tiptoe around this one because a lot of people are Little Brothers fan. Okay, I've never heard of Little Brothers. You never heard Little Brother? Mm -mm. Okay, that's unfortunate. Little Brother, real hip hop Mm. type shit. And when they first dropped their first project, they was like, oh, this this shit here is, is what it is. These bros spitting. And they do spit. They rap. But oh, it's a group. It's two of them. Oh, it's two. I think it was three of them at one point. It's like uh, smarter. I didn't know it was two people. Yeah, so uh, I, 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 it's not bad. It's not trash. Mm-hmm. It's just not my cup of tea. Uh I listened to I listened to the Mitchell show and I was like it's still not it's still not my 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 mood mm-hmm. you know and I listen to this one and I'm not mad at it it's just not my cup of tea so I'm not shitting on the little brother but I just can't get into it all right I shit. tried it I tried it but they are uh, they are spitting they are rapping right. it's more of a hip hop conscious type of thing. Mm. Uh, not enough drug sales going on. Yeah, you ain't slapping no hoes. I listen to it. <laughs> I uh, listened to the Sway Freestyle from this artist, Vic Mensa. Vic Mensa, yeah. Did I say it right? Yeah. It was actually a dope freestyle on the Sway in the morning. It made me want to look, look, who is this guy? I've never really heard of him before. 
we talked about him uh, his last pro- two projects on the show. Yeah, but Vic Mensa's last project was hard, though. Right, right. His last one was, was pretty nice. Right, yeah, I went back and I was like, you know, this dude does me spitting a little bit. Yeah, he he gets down, man. He, he He's a little off-ball, though. And then, you he's, know what I'm saying? He's, he's, he's a suicide watch type nigga. Always the but case. He, he does have content. He does, you know, put his heart on his in his songs. And I, right. I mean, his last one was dope to yeah, me. That freestyle on Sway was true. And I, I listened to a little bit of the Snoop Project. Okay. Uh, I thank me. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna listen to the rest of it because the first four tracks was hidden. Like right. Snoop was talking on. In his bag, huh? He was talking on bag. shit like now. Unpopular opinion. I never been a biggest Snoop fan. Right. Never been. Doggy Style was probably one of what I'd be like. That shit was hit. After that, Snoop was like, uh, the No Limit track albums. I wasn't a I fan was about of. To talk about that. Like when he went to No Limit. Yeah. I was like, damn, this nigga really trying to get out this contract. He was. He, he got about the contract. He was tra- contract but obligations. It, I never really listened to listened to Snoop like that right. after that. Cause it fucked up my whole No Limit. Move like especially on crunk tracks like when everybody the whole gang was on there. Yeah. Snoop come in and rapping. I'm like, you kinda mellowing me out. Kind of changing. You don't sound mad about and shit. And Snoop spoke on that on an interview about how he appreciate uh P get him out his deal. Mm-hmm. And you know, he obligated for three albums and he was trying to fight what P wanted him to do. Right. And he allowed him after, you know, the first project to uh, incorporate more of a you know West Coast feel to it, right. but he was basically battling the down south shit with his West Coast vibe, right. and he was like, "You need to get away from that West Coast shit cause to, to get away from that death row persona." Right. And he was fighting it, and right. then later on in the projects, he allowed him to get more creative. But I stopped really listening to Snoop after that. Yeah, to be honest with shit you, shit wasn't adding up. It was like what? I didn't, I didn't, I, it didn't feel what to me. What is this? So, but the four tracks I listened to, he had the song with uh, "Let Bygones Be Bygones." He spoke on the whole Suge Knight situation and the whole Dr. Dre situation, mm. and he just bring you backstories how he fuck with Suge and Suge changed his life. So I appreciate him for for you know putting a little content to shit that you know we look at Suge in a certain type of way. Right. But Snoop, like I fuck with him, like right. you know, he still he still changed the whole genre of music, right? You know, so he 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 spoke on I the pop shit. You know, it was it I was st- cool. I still laugh at that Jamie Foxx story when he was talking about he threw that house party and Suge was outside. And he was there, said the Snoop Dogg was next to him. He said, "Hey Snoop, Suge outside." I said, "Okay, you gonna let him in?" He's like, "Nah, all right then, we will keep the party going." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I'm going to listen to the rest of that Snoop project. Uh, so far, so good. It was cool. It was cool. I listened to it. I fucked with it. But it was pretty cool. That's what's up. Uh, I had music news and I just forgot it. Just that damn quick. Uh, to Google. Mm. Jadon got a new album coming out. Uh, I'm not really a big Jadon fan. Every now and then he got some good tracks. He's part of that Janelle Monae faction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's that good earthy, uh, African-centric type shit. 
Okay. But, you know, I'm, I'm always ready for some new shit when I can. You know, but I don't, I don't got no high hopes for it. He had that one single, and that was it for me. Well, all right. I'm a good man. I'm a standard man. I'm a businessman. Whatever it was, I okay. Can't a postman, or yeah, that, that a bus driver man. What? Yeah, that that shit. Okay, that's the, the way he was doing. It, that's the, exactly the, the way the song went. Um, <laughs> so you know, hey, good luck. It was somebody else. Music I wanted to talk about though before we moved on. Oh uh, fuck. Check my notes. <laughs> nope, I don't have my normal notepad. Um, well, shit, I can't remember. Ah, title. Title ain't gonna fail me. Hold on, give me one second. What? What? Give me one title second. Let me go to my title. My last listen. Uh. Nikki's supposed to be dropping some new shit with the Megatron. What you think of that? Uh, I haven't heard it. No, I haven't heard it yet. Uh, I talked. Did I talk about Kendrick Lamar and Sir with the hair down track? Not that I know of. Last week, that, so this artist named Sir featuring Kendrick Lamar released his track called Hair Down. That shit go hard, bro. That puts you in a good little mellow mood. It was a cool little fuck mess. Little, little, little laid back shit. I like that shit. That went hard. And, um, do, 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 do. Uh, since Nipsey's birthday was, uh, last week, a lot of his old tracks, you know, people as always, uh, play the shit. But, man, I, I really discovered a lot of tracks I didn't even know Nipsey was on. Right. And I was like, you know, that shit is a banger, man. Damn, I hate I missed this motherfucking shit at first. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, R.I.P. Nip. Sway Lee and Drake got a track out. I ain't had a chance to listen to none of that shit, though. Yeah. Who is Quality Control? Have you heard of them? No. I've been hearing, like, they've been rapping, but ASAP Ferg dropped some shit. But I'm not an ASAP fan, so I wouldn't know. All right, that's all I got, bro. No more music. All right. Oh, that's what it was. So, you know, Megan Thee Stallion got Hot Girl Summer, right? Mm hmm Well, this white girl got this new uh, campaign going, Hot Girl Bummer. Okay. As you know, it's like, Instead of saying summer, she says bummer. Uh -huh. And she basically uh, white folk chicken the whole motherfucking tracks on that bitch. It's really no seasoning. It's, it's really kind of just kind of some bland shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not a fan of a hoes for nasty niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Me particularly. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it really is like a damn bitch. Can I have nothing? You just gonna come bring this hot girl bummer in here and not bring hot girl something? Megan had to show her whole ass to bring people back to the thing. Damn. It was a nice ass. But yeah, that's all I got from my music. I was looking for the other artists, but I can't find them. So fuck it. So that's all I got. Ready to move on? Yeah, that's all I got. 
Alright. You know what it is. It's time for Fix My Life. Dun, dun, dun. Alright, people. Let's see if we can find these stories. I'm working on my laptop for a change, so be patient with me. Alright. Dear Power Lunch Hour. Hey. Recently, my elderly father and his girlfriend threw a wedding for themselves. Invitations were sent with requests that included dinner was to be potluck. Guests were to were, guests were asked to provide singing and music for the entertainment, and a note was enclosed that read, "In lieu of gifts, in lieu of gifts, a monetary donation for your for our home." For our honeymoon fun would really make our day. Now, weeks later, I found out it was a huge charade. There was no wedding. Damn. What do I say to them? More than 50 friends and family attended this joke ceremony. Bear in mind, the bride and groom have been married multiple times before and now question the validity of these marriages. Signed, duped in the Midwest. It's a family member? It's her daddy. They've been married several times to other people? Yeah. Um, shit, they just threw a whole fucking uh, hustle on y'all ass. Y'all finessed the fuck out of gifts. Yeah, finessed like a motherfucker. And uh, I don't think they really give a fuck. Yeah, you really can't ask for your gifts back. You really can't ask for the money back. Right. You gotta. It's your daddy, though. You got to press his daddy. ass, though. He you got to press him, though. Take it out of his ass one way or the other. Yeah, so uh, it's odd that you're going to throw a fucking wedding and your guests got to perform and they got to bring their own food. <laughs> guests got to perform and bring their own food. <laughs> and drop money in the, in the communion, in the, in the <laughs> offering tray. Like, yeah, they came up on y'all ass for a free turn up. Like, so. we ain't doing this shit at our, my parents' 50th anniversary. You motherfuckers better be ready. Yeah, that's fucked up, though. So you got to pressure daddy on that shit, bro. Like, you have to. You fucked up for that, man. Over 50 fuck. people didn't contribute to your fucking fake-ass wedding. Oh, yeah, you got to press them about that. Oh, yeah, they turned the fuck up. They got everything done they need to do around the house. Yeah. <laughs> and they paid for a trip. I need to look into that one. Fake-ass <laughs> weddings. How would you confront your dad? Uh, I need my money back, bro. <laughs> like, real talk, run me my shit. I need to run me mine. <laughs> and I don't need no questions asked behind it. Yeah. All right. Next up. Dear Power Lunch Hour, my brother-in-law passed away six months ago, and my mother-in-law, Grace, is understandably grief-stricken. My husband and son have been very supportive of her. Of her. My father-in-law passed away nine years ago. I've tried to be su- supportive as well, but Grace and I have always had a contentious relationship, and she really wants nothing to do with me. The problem is, my husband and son have all but discovered uh, disowned me. They spend an enormous amount of time comforting and consoling her to the point that there's no affection or time left over for me. I have tried talking to them about it, but they tell me I'm being selfish. I realize my mother-in-law has been an enormous lo- has had an enormous loss, but she refuses to interact with anyone else. Other family members have tried to console her, but she only wants my husband and son. 
I thought it would be for a short while, but this seems to be permanent. They have shut me out of their lives. I have begun going out with my own friends and living my life on my own, but I miss my family. My parents and brother died some time ago, so they are all the family I have. Am I selfish, and should I let this continue? How do I just live my life alone now? Sign lonely in the east. I mean, it's your husband, though, man. It's your motherfucking husband. I understand that's his mother, but at the same time, it's your husband. Like He should be there for you. And you feel like you're not being uh, getting the attention that you need, and they're not listening to you. We need to have some deep, deep conversations. We need to have some deep fellowship. And your now son, you, the fuck? That nigga ain't got no job? Fuck, fuck. Yeah, so if your son is doing it too, like, y'all got to have a whole family meeting. Whole like, family meeting. I understand meeting. Your, your mother's going through it, but she might be doing out of spite now. Right. You need a family meeting in front of a therapist too. Yeah. Somebody else to talk to you like, look, she ain't crazy. Y'all doing this shit. And you just understand what she's saying, but it's fucked up that you know, you lost a family. You lost your family. Right. And nobody uh, gave a fuck. And they're not there for you, but your, your mother lost. You know, I understand it's in the family, but you got to respect your wife. You got to respect your you wife. Respect man. Your wife. So if, you if he's not. For. You got to respect your mama. Yeah, the, the death through his part, sickness and health, all that bullshit. So I'll take you out this world for anybody else can. If, all that shit. If you're not. If your spouse is not um, showing you no attention. To the point where you feel like you isolated from the whole family. Right. The whole family? You need to have a conversation about that. You're going to have to have that uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. And it's going to come with some unfortunate consequences uh, for actions. But, hey, it's got to be had. Yeah. And if he doesn't listen to it, you know, you realize you married a mama's boy. Like, <laughs> she, she got control over the man. That's just therapy. Family therapy. Bring everybody in. Let's talk about this shit. Right. When I say everybody, I mean three of y'all. And then if it's further needed, then bring the other mama in. But y'all three need to make sure y'all work that shit out. For real, for real. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, got him. All right. That's my last letter. Anything else? You got any letters? You good? I'm good. All right. Shot to be bartender. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Cupid's Lingerie has been in business for over a decade. We aim to be your choice retailer of apparel and adult novelties. We strive to provide a professional, mature, and open-minded atmosphere so that our customers can learn not only about our products, but about themselves as well. Our in-store sales associates will gladly assist you, whether it be finding the right outfit for a romantic evening or seeking a little buzz in the bedroom. For online shoppers, you can hit us at shopcupids.com. If you have any other questions or or inquiries, please come into the store and visit us. We aim to provide our customers a discreet, informative, and enjoyable shopping experience. Shopcupids.com Now let's get back to the show. Papa Top, Wine, Spirits, and Beverages at 1901 South University, Little Rock, Arkansas has the best deals in town on all your adult beverages. 
Now listen up, Papa Top has anything you need, from Doucet to Bombay, from Cognac to a 30-pack. Also stop in on Thursdays to get 20% off all your variety of wines to wind down your weekend. So talk to our good friends at Papa Top Wine, Spirits, and Beverages. Let them know the Power Lunch Hour sent you and have a great, great weekend. Let's get back into it. Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys. She can create it. Check her out on Facebook or IG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find her on Facebook or IG, Addicted Craft. My good people, it's hot outside, and it's the summertime, so you want to look good, you want to look right. I want to see you to the best barber in town. His name is Chris Staff, 501-533-4360. Chris Staff has all the styles that you need to bring that right look out and crush the party scene. Holla at my boy, Chris Staff, at 501-533-4360. Let him get your head right. Let him get your tape looking just good. Get that crisp line so you can impress folks. Let they know that you come with some respect on your name. Chris Staff, 501-533-4360. Holla at him. Let him get your head right. Now let's get back to the show. I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. You know what it is. Yes, sir. Act three. Let it all out. Let's let it off your chest, baby. Yeah. Free your mind and the rest will follow. Yeah, therapy session. Let it purge. Ooh, let it purge. Let it purge. Get that shit off your motherfucking chest. Yes, sir. I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? Alright, this time goes to my real friends. The people I I actually give a fuck about. And and they know I give a fuck about them because they give a fuck about me. Mm-hmm. Those real friends. The ones that actually give a fuck. Like, hey nigga, did you eat today? You alright? No, I'm talking about them real friends. Right. Um, to all of mine, I need you to understand and please know. That there is nothing, there is no time, there is no space where you should not, where you should feel uncomfortable, where you can come talk to me about anything. I'm here for you. I may not even try to give you advice. I will just listen. I will be that sounding board that you need. Do not carry that motherfucking shit alone. That shit is a heavy burden that we all carry all the time. And we right. forget that we have real people in our lives that give a fuck about us. I'm re- reminded constantly by uh, you and Jiffy and Dre. Like, hey, the fuck wrong with you? Uh, you ain't talking to your brothers? What's going on? What, what can we help you with? Why are you holding on to that shit? Right. And, you know, I, I need that reminder. Like, you know, I am not alone. I do have other people I can talk to about this shit. Find, yo, my peoples, please feel free to come to me. Right. I, I got your motherfucking back. I'm like, like four flats on the motherfucking me, Chevy El Camino. I hold you down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm in this bitch for you. So please come to me. 
Don't hold that shit alone. And right. I promise you, it stays here. <laughs> it ain't going nowhere unless you want it to. But, you know, don't ever feel the need that I don't have no one I can go to. I don't have no one I can talk to. Hey, you always got a home here. And quit trying to hold on to that shit by yourself. Because it's going to make the situation a whole bunch worse. Yeah. So please, if you if, if you even feel like you're going through something, if you feel that we are real friends, then please come to me with that shit. Now, in your mind, if we ain't real friends, that's cool. Keep your shit over there to your motherfucking self. I'm cool. I carry enough people's alert. I, burdens. I ain't worried about yours. Right. But if you my motherfucker... And you going through some shit? Let me find out you going through shit and then say nothing to me. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear about. It. I didn't hear from you. I didn't hear from you. Yeah. Cause I'm about to knock all this shit off. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to hear from the streets. I need to hear from you. Right. And once I find out, it's a hint of something. I'm bringing it to you. And I don't know how to be tactful to whoever you try to uh, have confidence in to not tell me this shit. They fucked up and told me, so now I'm bringing it to you. What's going on? You alright? What's up? That's the energy all I want from my real friends. I want that energy of the same reciprocation you would give to me, the same reciprocity you would give to me. Like, what's wrong with you? I want you to give that to me, straight up. This is a friend, equal friendship. And you don't have nothing to be worried about or ashamed of. And the fact that you feel that something's uns so unsurmountable that you can't talk to me or your friends, uh, please don't. Uh, please, please don't have that connotation that we won't be there for you. We're here. Anytime, any place. let me know, and I'm here for you. Right. They pissed me off more that you felt like or that you feel like that you can't. So please, let that shit hang out. We're here for you. We love you. And this might got time today, cause simple to the point. All right, well, I got time today, cause he got time today, cause my time today goes to that annoying motherfucker in my damn driving class course I had to take, who want to be extra for no fucking reason. Looking for extra credit. Now shit. you out here in this goddamn uh, public service that you've been. Uh, Sanction to do like you gotta go do this. It's not right. something you signed up for. You gotta do this. It wasn't something they just gave. So why are you being extra for no reason? Now nah, I'm saying you extra because when you first got in, you won't stop fucking talking. Right. You crack a joke like this is, this is the Apollo. It's stand up comedy hour. It's not. It's not. It's early in the morning on a fucking Saturday. We don't want to be here. We so you in everybody's home. business, asking questions, cracking jokes. We laughing because we don't know you. We ain't trying to start no problems. But you being too much right now. And you got real extra because one of the guys in there, I guess his sugar got low. He kind of passed out a little bit. Now, they got they got two nurses that was in the goddamn room, thankfully, that assisted the man. Oh, and realized dead body? Yeah, realized that he, he was having his sugar was low and they assisted him in that moment. Why are you over there Why? asking questions? What's your name? Bitch, you not no fucking doctor. That's you ain't got no job. motherfucking medical field. Go crack jokes in the corner. <laughs> like, you is not here to help. Like, you just being in the mix. You want to be seen. You want to be known. Like, we don't give a fuck about nobody in here. We here to no. do our time and get the fuck up out of here. You making this shit more uh, annoying than it already is. This is our community. Sir. And you asking questions through the whole goddamn thing. Like, you, you don't want to leave. Like, you... You making this class go longer because you scared to go home or some right. shit. 
Like, dude, look, stop being extra in public for no reason. Nobody asking for it. We laughing because we don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. But eventually, bitch, get away. Get away. Go sit down. Go. Put your head down get. in the corner, man. So get. Put it, your thumb up. It was probably the, it was the longest goddamn class I've been in. But you made it annoying, too. Yeah. And everybody deep sighing because every time they say something, you got to say something. You got your, your hand up. Just sit down and take this goddamn course and go home. Please. Shit. Nobody want to hear all your weak-ass jokes and your commentary. Yes. Everything doesn't need a statement. Just stop talking and go home early. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Damn. So stop being extra for no reason. Nobody asked for it. Nobody. You ain't got no friends to talk to. You talking to no people that don't even know you. They went there to find friends. Oh, man. Shit. All this for a little piece of clout. Yeah, so just stop being extra for no reason. Please. Please. The show? That's it? Hmm? The show? Yeah. Got time today? Yeah, that shit. 100%. Uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. What you got? Um, I want to talk about how, you know, when you're in the workplace, everybody's not going to be friends. Everybody's not going to be your partner. You don't, you shouldn't go to work looking for somebody to be your your sounding board or somebody you can turn to because we're not here to make friends. We're here to make a check. Check. And everybody doesn't have the same agenda that you do. So everybody's not your friend. At the same time, we're still human. You know, everybody's still a human being. So when a person goes through a certain type of ordeal, as far as the motions being fired, uh, uh, anything that makes them look bad in t- inside your work field, mm-hmm. it's not your place to gloat on that. It's not right. your place to uh, feel good that another person is in a, a, a bad place. Right. Now, I have certain people in my workplace that if something happened to them, I will be happy about it. But fuck. I'm not going to go around boasting about it because at the same time, they're in a position that they need to uh, rectify. Right, they got to take care of their home now. Right. They still they still got family and should take care of. So I'm not going, you know, aha, but I'm like, I'm not mad at it. But I'm not going to boast about it. So you got to be professional at all times because people listen to you. They hear what you're saying and it goes to other people. Mm-hmm. So you got to watch what you say. It's not your place to uh, boast about some other person's misfortune because karma is a motherfucker and it'll Boy. come back on you. So like you can be like next that. like a like a mug like a prime example. I had an associate that I told that two of my coworkers had gallbladder surgery, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, the stress of the job. I heard stress really affects your gallbladder. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, nah, it's probably a poor diet. They probably wasn't eating right. I'm like, no, nah, but stress is a real factor in your gallbladder. No, nah, they just don't eat right. Find out this motherfucker just had gallbladder surgery. Ah. And that's that karma shit I be talking about. Like, it's you don't know a person's situation. You don't know what they've been through. And if they're going through some shit, it's not your place to gloat about it because it can come back and bite your ass. So uh, you can feel a certain type of way about people in your workplace. You ain't got to be friends with them. But at the same time, everybody's human beings. It's not your place to gloat about their misfortune because right. karma's a motherfucker. So watch what you say. Watch what you motherfucking say. Yeah. It's very important. That's what I want to talk about. That's what's up. Uh, my let's talk about it. Family functions. Mm-hmm. We got this 50th anniversary coming. Yep. 
Invitations been sent out. RSVPs have been sent out. Mm -hmm. People have called and reserved their spots. Now, for you motherfuckers that chose not to RSVP to this event, please know that by rule, you have to get to the back of the line. Yeah. You don't get to get up and choose first. Cause these people have been accounted for. We pay for their food. Yeah. They have something to eat. Your ass is extra. You got to get to the back of that motherfucking line. You can't make demands on shit you want. And for the folks that, uh, and family members that think they're entitled or owed some special treatment for your invite, if that makes sense. You're not owed a goddamn thing. You know, we send you the same generic invite as everybody else. All we ask for you to do is do right. Now, if you didn't get an invite, it might be because you just said, uh, I'm not coming anyway. Well, cool. I'm going to save my ink and paper. What I don't need from you is commentary about what the fuck is going on with our shit and our planning. Right. Uh, You have no say in this shit. You're not even here. You're not even going to be in the room. What the fuck you got to say about it? Why does anybody owe you any of this shit? You're not even going to be there. You're not even going to be there. So fuck you. And don't come to me talking about, why didn't nobody say nothing to me about it? Look, maybe you weren't as good of a friend as you thought you were. Because if you talk to anybody within the last month or two of what they had going on, you would know what's on the top of their agenda. I'm planning this. I need people to be there. Okay, cool. I need to be there. Put it on my calendar. Boom. Now, you other motherfuckers want the people to revolve around you, and that shit just not going to happen. I need you to come out your world for a second and realize it's not about you. It has nothing at all to do with you on this shit. And I ain't here to be an extra entertainer for, for it either. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. All right. So, uh, you know, I look forward to the event next week. It's going to be dope. We're going to have a fucking good ass time but I ain't here to kiss nobody's ass right like if you ain't want me to share I don't give a fuck and as long as they're happy I'm good this extra shit this well what are we gonna do when this is over and this is done oh uh, y'all can go home I'm, <laughs> we done y'all ain't good you had a good entertainment you got some good music that's it that's my only obligation it is not my obligation to keep entertaining you after the fact. Right. I did my part. I did my motherfucking part. I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. And, you know, playing your shit wisely. And, honestly, when you have events like this, it truly shows your family's true colors. Because the real ones show up. The other ones make excuses. Right. And give a whole bunch of excuses. And I ain't really here for your... Look, you can say that four-page letter for somebody that give a fuck. Because I don't. I don't need all them excuses. You coming or not? Okay, cool. And I'm going to leave it at that. I don't need that extra shit. Don't tie my lines with, with your stories or use me to drive to your next location. I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm good. I'm good. I don't like standing on the phone with people past 10 minutes if we ain't just really that close. Right. It's, it's, not, my, it's not my thing. My parents get 20 minutes from my ass, but I be damn if normal motherfuckers do. It's just I'm not a phone person like that. So, you know, 
keep that shit over there. It ain't about you. It's about this 50th anniversary. That's yeah. it. With that being said, my dad has submitted this new joke. Okay. For the uh, show. And it was like he wanted to talk about it. So next Thursday, I'm taking my dad to get uh, shaped up and uh, get cut up and all that good shit for the anniversary. Get, you know what I'm saying? A little male day. Right. You know, take care of pops. Make mm-hmm. them good. Make them clean and presentable. Mm-hmm. So pops wanted to let me know. Say, hey, I need you to tell uh, Chris Staff, the barber, Power Lunch Hour, holler at us. Chris Staff that I want my beard smooth. Okay. He said I want it, I want it cut, but I want it to I want it to be real smooth. He said, I want it, I want it so smooth your mama wanna lick it. Oh wow. I'm like, oh, oh wow. Mm, that's oh, real smooth. That's real smooth. He said, that's what I'm saying, right? And of course mom had to interject. Yeah, now I wanna lick your your beard. He said, You gonna lick this beard. Mother thing. <laughs> Like, oh, okay, wow. we're going too far here. Right. I'm still in the room. You know what I'm saying? You got to look at mom. You act like you don't want to lick this beard. You want to lick it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> Make sure you tell them about my beard being so smooth you can lick it though, son. Right. Got it. Got it's it. registered. I'll make sure I bring it up to the show. Smooth beard, lickable. Yeah, lickable smooth beard. Yeah, lickable smooth beard. He said every man should have a lickable smooth beard. Shit, I need a beard first. And then, <laughs> and then I'm going to jump in the lickable Tell part. Tell lick your skin, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lick your goatee. You got that? It's smooth. Smooth. So, you know, shout out smooth beards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make them lickable. <laughs> shout out pops. I told y'all to get your joke out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the show. It's weird. <laughs> right. My parents really listen to the show. Wait for their jokes. You didn't say my joke yet. Seriously? Seriously? Mm-hmm. Are we debating on... Like, we had a whole family discussion now. Because they fans. And they listen. You didn't say my joke. My joke was good. I would have killed it. Okay, Pops. Do you want to be on the show? No, no. I'll let you have your little show. Okay, we'll call it a little show, but we have words in here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But hey, shout out my parents for listening to the show and want to get their jokes out. That's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. They crazy as shit, man. I love them. Yeah, but that's all that I got to talk about. Shout out, shout out, shout out. I want to shout out my parents. I want to shout out Ebony Camera Lady. I want to shout out DJ Most Morning. I want to shout all my friends that are helping me next weekend. Thank you. Fucking thank y'all so much. It means a lot. I promise I'm going to take care of you. I promise. You're not going to regret it. Yeah. Um, I want to shout out all our uh, all the people that comment on the SoundCloud. Yes. All the re- retweets on Twitter. My thing is Twitter, man. I've been on Twitter since I for like 50 years now. Mm-hmm. And I still don't get no love as far as followers. But the people who do follow me, they do represent the show on right. Twitter. And it do pick up steam as far as the hashtag and shit. So I appreciate everybody who repost the show, right. repost the uh, the links and shit. Um, and I do. It's better. just different on Twitter, man. I appreciate it that. Is. I do better on uh, updating Twitter. Uh, our page on Twitter, my bad. 
It's just you have to log out, log in, and I be forgetting passwords. Right. So I don't want to lose my password when I log into Twitter. So I have to log into my computer or some shit. Because I know I'm going to lose that motherfucking password. Like, damn, how I get in my account. Yeah. So, so I just appreciate it. I Everybody show love, love for it. For real, for real. It means a lot. It means a lot. Any other shout-outs? Uh, that's it, man. Hey, well, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening and tuning into the show. Your feedback means a lot, man. It lets us know that you're really listening. I appreciate that shit. Yeah, I really do. For real, for real. Um, yo, as always, you can reach us on IG, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Reach out to us. We're here. You can uh, email us letters. At powerlunchhour at gmail.com. We'd be happy to make you our fix my life or I got time today because it's not a problem at all. We got your back. So. It's your boy Corey Dosecki. Yes, sir. It's your bartender. I'm something else. Yo, tip him. And we out this bitch. Yeah. Much love, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>